7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome to the weekend edition of Turn Up Tonight with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, uh... Yeah, we since there's no news going on right now, uh, Joe suggested we just do three hours of Mad Libs on the program tonight. <laughs> uh, Joe, <laughs> Joe, uh, first one to fill in Mad Lib. Uh, name of a porn uh-huh. star. Um, Stormy Daniels would be my first. Oh, okay, that's a good one. Uh, yes, yeah. of course, we're kidding, everyone. Now, welcome, of course, <laughs> Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania. I made it home. I almost got knocked down by, like, it, there had to be like 40 or 50 mile an hour gusts of wind going on downtown uh, when I was leaving work uh, because I, I almost got, like, blown across the street. It was crazy. So, uh, but yeah, Snowmageddon has begun here. Didn't get too icy yet, and the snow hasn't piled up too much yet, but it's the night is still young. But anyway... Joe Santorza, welcome. Well, we hit 62 today, and uh, they promised that uh, by morning we will have dropped 60 degrees. Yay. Let that sink in. <laughs> that's, that's what's happening here. That's yes. that's probably what's happening to uh, Trump's approval ratings, except they weren't never that high <laughs> to begin with. Um, and, uh, <laughs> of course, uh, Rain uh, from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Hello, welcome to the program. I want to say that there are some very, very fine shitholes. Oh my God! Seriously, uh, you know this is this. Some is... of them are very, very good shitholes. What, what is happening? Yeah, this uh, <laughs> this week is so wildly fucked up. Um, it, it, because we started off with uh, the uh, everybody, you know, uh, there were all the pundits out there saying. This is the kumbaya moment we've been waiting for for Donald Trump because he want, he really wants to do immigration out of love, like he mocked Jeb Bush for trying to do. Um, and, uh, you know, so he sat around and talked to Dianne Feinstein and everything was hunky-dory and, uh, you know, and, and then, it, well, <laughs> except, except all the Republicans were like, stop agreeing with them! <laughs> stop that it! They gave me whiplash. And we're, we're going to talk about that, love- but but later in the show. Um, and, but, and and then the love train left the station. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, it didn't just leave the station. It you got it, it immediately was like disappeared by a magician, um, <laughs> <laughs> and put on another continent. Um, you know, I, I mean, this is uh, this is crazy. Well, you know, because uh, and we're going to talk about this later because I got some amazing audio from uh mark levin i want to play on the show later tonight. no Wait. no no I, come on 
No. <laughs> oh, damn it. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> my favorite new clip. Um, except for this one. Except for this one. Don't worry. This is four levels of chess. This isn't four levels of chess. This is tiddlywinks. Tiddlywinks. <laughs> Trying so, to use the yeah. phone. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So eventually we'll get to, uh, you know, the, the few conservatives. They're taking out the long knives no. and trying to destroy the handful of conservatives we have in Washington, D.C., who are trying to use the phone. No. No. Okay. All right. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, but anyway, yeah, we're going to talk about this later because that the backlash went on for, for two solid days on Mark Levin's show about that meeting, and it was fucking beautiful. His melt, meltdowns were epic. And, of course, you know, he's going after all, you know, anybody else who's just agreeing with him and everything. Uh, so it's, it's, it's pretty funny. And, um, and he's, he hates Lindsey Graham with a passion, too, uh, as do I, at the, uh, for the most part, although he w- did come in useful a little bit today. But before we get into everything, uh, what was Stormy, Stormy, what, what was her name? Daniels? Stormy Daniel. Stormy Daniel, or whatever. Yeah. Um, stage name. Can I just call her Daily Stormer Daniels? Yeah, you Maybe. could call her Daily Stormer Daniels because she was uh, featured in a KKK-themed uh, porno. Uh, I, I have not seen it, unfortunately. Um, or, <laughs> she's, or, she's classy. Or, or she's very classy, fortunately. Classy. Uh, but the, there, it's uh, so that wouldn't be a surprise as to why she would be appealing to uh, to Fat Donnie. Um, but there's a story that broke today. Uh, Justin Bargona. Hey, Justin Bargona, mediate. Um, reporting, uh, uh, Trump lawyer, Cohen, you know him, says who? Um, Michael Cohen, <laughs> okay. uh, Trump lawyer, uh, reportedly arranged $130,000, uh, or, I'm sorry, uh, arranged $130,000, uh, to, uh, to porn star to buy silence over sex affair. Um, again, Justin Bargona at Media, and this is based on a Wall Street Journal article, you know, that bastion of liberalism, the Wall Street Journal. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Isn't that uh, money laundering, by the way? Uh, uh, what, the Wall uh, Street Journal? Says who? No, no, no. Paying $130,000 to an attorney who would in turn pay the client. I, do, I don't know the ins and outs of, the, outs of that, but, uh, you know. Uh, but, yeah, so it says that uh, Michael Cohen paid out this money on behalf of Trump. Says who? Uh, says who? Uh, well, the Wall Street Journal says who. Um, and uh, in, in an interesting thing, Joe, why don't you talk about this? You were reading something. In, in, here, let me let me find the letter. This is the letter um, that uh, Stormy Daniels uh, sent to... Um, what you call it to uh, um, the Wall Street Journal, and um, oh my God, seriously, sorry, it's uh, uh, but yeah, this is it says to whom it may concern. I recently became aware that uh, can uh, certain news outlets are, are alleging that I had a sexual and or romantic affair with Donald Trump many, 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 many years ago. It was like <laughs> twelve. It's not many, many, many. <laughs> many, uh, many, many, many. So that's three years for each many. 
I guess, yeah, that's how it works. That's uh, about 10, <laughs> 10 Scaramoochies. Yo, that's a lot of Scaramoochies, actually. Um, is, yeah. I'm, uh, uh, so I, I'm, and it says, uh, I'm stating with complete clarity that this is absolutely false. My involvement with Donald Trump was limited to a, a few public appearances and nothing more. They did it in public? Gross. Um, <laughs> when I met Donald Trump, he was gracious, professional, and a complete gentleman and, to me and everyone in my presence. Um, I think she said he was gracious twice. Uh, rumors that I have received hush money from Donald Trump are completely false. Ah, that is the first sticking point. Rumors that I received hush money from Donald Trump. The article yeah. doesn't say Donald Trump gave her money. It says that Cohen did. Uh, are mm-hmm. completely false. If indeed I did have a relationship with Donald Trump, trust me, believe me, you wouldn't be reading about it in the news. You would be reading about it in my book. But the fact of the matter is these stories are not true. Very okay, well then oddly we worded. We can move on to the next story. So, <laughs> so the, uh, the, the letter is then signed, Stormy Daniels. Joe? Well, <laughs> a couple things. Uh, <clears throat> the headliner there is, it's signed by Stormy Daniels, and Ari Melber on his show tonight um, pointed out that while he was covering the uh, uh, Hulk Hogan um, uh, trial, um, it was found by the judge there uh, that um, statements made in persona, you know, in your character's name as Hulk Hogan, do not carry the same legal weight as do uh, uh, statements made in your real name. Uh, and Hulk Hogan's real name is Terry Jean Bolia, <laughs> believe it or not. So uh, he posed the question to his panel, and they, they honestly said, really, it's, it's an interesting uh, question, and they didn't have a legal answer right away, but it, it, it did come up in the Hulk Hogan trial. Leading us to ask, since it's signed by Stormy Daniels, is that an authentic letter? Also, I would point out it was dated two days ago. Yeah. January 10th, Mm -hmm. 2018. Hmm. Which means they reached out to her for comment. Right. Yeah. Thirdly, if you notice, as Kenny read the letter, um, there's no denial that she had sex with him. Yes. Yeah, and and what's interesting, this one sentence here, um, okay, so it says, I recently became aware, blah, 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 that uh, alleging that I had a sexual and or romantic affair with Donald Trump many, many, many years ago. And then it says, one separate sentence, I am stating with complete clarity that this is absolutely false. Well, what? I know, it sounds like <laughs> it sounds like I mean what's false? This it letter sounds like she needs a lawyer. Or it sounds like nobody it sounds like somebody wrote the letter for her. Oh, I don't think so. I think she wrote that letter. You think oh, so? Oh she I, I think she wrote I, it under under guidance. Duress? <laughs> or maybe that duress. doesn't sound like something that comes from an agent or a spokesperson. Many, many, I, many? I'm going to speculate it was written on Air Force One on the way back from Germany. 
<laughs> so anyway, I, I don't, I don't want to, sp- I don't want to spend too much time on this rain. I'll definitely uh, mm-hmm. get, get uh, your two bits in here because this is, um, this is in the Wall Street Journal. Mm-hmm. That's to me. That's the most important part of this story. That's that is incredibly important because uh, there were just, rumors just, of this. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Joe. I just want to make one point. The Wall Street Journal in the first paragraph of its article does not say this is alleged. They said this happened. Yes. Right. Right. I mean, that's the thing. I I may not like the Wall Street Journal editorial board. I find that to be way too conservative. But the reporters that work there, they're they're reporters. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's this is a huge this this. I mean, it's just like when Washington Post came out yesterday with the, you know, with the shithole comments they they put their reputation on the line with bombs like this so i i take this seriously and it should be noted that you know trump has a history of going after porn stars i was looking into this before the show there's another one um i think trey hands calling me jessica drake jessica drake was another porn star who said that she turned him down she filed sexual misconduct charges against him. Trump likes porn stars. Sure. And, yeah. and you know what? I have I've made it clear. I don't have anything wrong with... I don't have a problem with somebody who chooses to be in the porn industry. I don't have a problem with sex workers. I don't have a problem with no, this. No, not at all. But We're not the party of family I, values. Well, yes. We, women, but men I are allowed to do what they want with their bodies. Go ahead. I do have a problem with a guy who is now sitting in the White House that allegedly... And the Wall Street Journal didn't say that. That allegedly had a affair a year after he was married to his third wife. Mm-hmm. Yes, and 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 as you said, Rain, they didn't say allegedly. They said this happened. They said yeah, it has Which a means factual got- matter. Yeah, and and just to bolster what Rain said about the Wall Street Journal's uh, reporters, just remember Glenn Simpson, co-founder of Fusion GPS. He was a Wall Street yeah. Journal reporter. There you go. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't and, cut and, you off there, not, but yeah. Not only but that, just... not only that, but where is the threaten the threatening letter to sue the Wall Street Journal over defamation or or whatever? Mm-hmm. They don't want discovery. Mm-hmm. Right. There, there will be no letter. There will be no trial. There will be no lawsuit. I uh, the thing that I am very curious about because, like I said, the uh, the Inquirer allegedly was going to. I don't know if they did. I don't follow the Inquirer, but we all know the Inquirer, the owner of it, is very good friends with Trump. And there was supposed to be a story about this that was going to be published in that in that rag back in October, and I don't think it ever was. Which means that I think somebody leaked something to the Wall Street Journal, and that something yeah. might have come from the Inquirer. It could very well have, because the the, the Inquirer was going to run with this story. But uh, opted not to because they wanted Trump to become president. Yes, because he's good buddies with the the you know, you know, and they, he helped him sell papers by pushing the the Rafael Cruz story. You yeah, know? and to go back to something Joe said about is this money laundering? I don't know if it's money laundering, but the thing is, is that if Cohn was acting on behalf of Trump. So that money was given to Cohn from Trump to shut her up. Mm-hmm. Whether or not we like porn or or sex workers, 
it's still illegal in many, many states. And that's the crime. If Trump actually did this, that's the crime. And well, that's I, a legitimate crime. Yeah, I, I raised that because Ari Melber raised it too. Yeah. In in that in that context. If you're giving money to her lawyer's client account to cover up what may be an illegal act, is that something Mueller's gonna want to look look at? Yeah. And you Just know, it out there. And this could very well be why you know taxes haven't been released as well. But it's it's more than that. Uh, the thing is, did the Russians know about this? Was this one of the things that was being held over Trump's head in I the Russia investigation? Was she that surprised? Was she right. in the PP tape? Well, not necessarily. No, I know. Did, I know. I'm did, just kidding. The, right? <laughs> did the Russians have any knowledge of this? Was this known to Vladimir Putin? And if so, is this one of the things that the Russians had knowledge of that they were holding back? Yeah. Mueller may want to look into this, is what Ari yeah. Melber was saying, for those well, reasons. One thing is for certain, and uh, we got we got to move along, but we're going to follow this uh, story as it develops. But the one thing that is certain here is it sounds like this happened. He's probably thinking with the head of his wiener instead of the head of his brain. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so, um, you know, and uh, I think he's thinking with the head of his swastika for uh, all this next story. <laughs> um, mm. it, this was the audio that, that came in last night, Jim Acosta on CNN, about Trump uh, having a closed-door meeting with um, um, senators uh, regarding um, immigration reform. And, uh, well, I'm sure everybody knows, but let's go ahead and, uh, and uh, discover it together once again. According to uh, participants in a meeting who were with the president earlier today here at the White House talking about this issue of immigration, trying to solve this issue of uh, what to do with the 700,000 dreamers that are still here in the country, uh, apparently the president made some extremely offensive remarks about uh, other countries like Haiti uh, and, Afri and countries in Africa uh, sending migrants to the United States. Uh, we can put this up on screen and explain this to you. Uh, during this exchange that the president had uh, with a group of lawmakers meeting with him over at the White House, remember this was behind closed doors, this was, this was not on the White House schedule, uh, the president said, why are we having all these people from, and I apologize for using this word here, but this is a, a quote from the president, why are we having all these people from shithole countries come here? Uh, Trump said, this is in the Washington Post, according to these people who are in the meeting, uh, referring to African countries and Haiti, he then suggested uh, that the United States uh, go about uh, bringing in people from other countries. He said should instead bring more people from countries like Norway, uh, whose prime minister he met with yesterday. Uh, the president has said repeatedly that this visa lottery program uh, sends over the worst of the worst, that they draw names out of a hat or a bowl and so on. Obviously, that is not true. That is false. Uh, he's mischaracterizing that program. Um, a little bit. Uh, so, yeah, you're going to hear the word shitholes a lot on tonight's show. Um, uh, and and it's a lot of it is from people on CNN because CNN, they're just like, no, we're saying this. And I, I, I at first I was a little, little uncomfortable with it. And I was like, no, show that full impact. Show the full impact of what he said and how ugly 
this guy is. If and maybe, maybe people will start to understand what we've known all along. Mm-hmm. Right. This is yeah. so. You know, I, this is something I said to Rain and Joe today, and one of my coworkers. This is a day where I have absolutely zero joy saying I was right all along. Well, we all were. It's a sad, sad day. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that you said that because I know I've said this on the show. I don't. I don't want to be right either. Yeah, and you know, I because I, it's just like, in in, I I, I made the comment uh, to you guys earlier. I was like, you know, I'm kind of dead inside over this because it it it, do, it doesn't have a profound effect on me because he he won and he did so much other grotesque, heinous, racist, sexist, misogynist, just nasty, xenophobic shit for so many years. And now all of a sudden, this is the one. This is the one. What about all the other ones? What about when he when he when he went after a gold star family um and you know uh said, "Oh, well the mother didn't say anything. Maybe she wasn't allowed. I don't know. You tell me." No. Well, well you just it was two don't... gold star families now. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, you know, I mean, so so we 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 know the track record and it's just like, you know, I I'm just I'm I'm numb. It, you know, when something like this comes out, I'm I'm disgusted, of course. I mean, I I'm I'm but I'm constantly disgusted. You know, I I don't I I try not to let that be the focus of of this show being, you know, disgusted and uh, you know, I like to laugh about it, but this this is not a laughing matter. This this isn't something we can just you know play the Schadenfreude button for. You know, I'm not clipping out people saying shitholes, shitholes, shitholes over and over. You know, um, it, you know, because you know I like clipping out people swearing. It's fun, but this is just so profoundly ugly. Um, and wait till I get to the Jake Tapper audio because that and, that and one. The- yeah, go ahead. That's the thing. This is so profoundly ugly, and we were talking about this, and I hope maybe if we can, I don't know if we'll be able to talk to Bob about this later when he's on, but there's one thing that I I find. I didn't expect him to change once he took office. Yeah. But I keep going back. I keep going back to what Michelle Obama said. The presidency doesn't change you. It, It amplifies you. Yeah. And he said these things and I feel as though Pandora's box is now fully opened. And so, yes, we knew he was this bad, Mm -hmm. but now people, people in power, the press and people like Dick Durbin, who, who was in that room are saying, Oh, this is who he is. Yeah. I've got a good long clip from Dick Durbin. We'll, we'll play in, in, uh, along with the Jake Tapper stuff. But yeah, we're going to talk about this for at least yeah. the first half of the show. Cause I got a lot of good I think, audio. I think too, it was pointed out, uh, by someone today on, on one of the cable networks. I've been flipping around so much. The, the damage this man is doing to the presidency. Yes. It's not temporary. It's yes. permanent. No. And here's when I say permanent, it's going to have a long-lasting effect because what people forget there's 70 million people out there that voted for this man who accept this, who expect this type of behavior. I don't from think it's all love of him. this. The they president. love this. 
Right. And what? Who? Who says that their feeling of the next Repu- of Republican that takes office <clears throat> is going to be different? They're yeah. going to exp- now that he's lowered the presidency to this this dismal level. They're going to expect every Republican to live down to it. Yeah. From now on. Unless they and can, it's going to take yeah. them a long time to recover from the damage he did and the expectations they have. Of and you're party. really talking about the politics. I'm yes. thinking about the policies and and the appointments and and. I'm thinking about our national, the national psyche, the the mental yes. health of right. our nation. Right. Yeah. This is this is this is it's bad, and I need I, I, I've said this before I need to remain shocked yeah I do because that's who I am I mm-hmm. need to remain shocked because the day that I accept it I, I, I don't know I, I just I physically well, yeah, and we all we all, don't yeah. find myself able to to get to that point yeah I, we, we all work different emotionally and you know we, we all handle it in our own way yes. but I, I want to play the I want to play the next clip from Acosta before we have to go to break uh, so here's here's part two of Jim Acosta from last night as Jim Shuto was saying with the president talking about immigrants coming from Mexico being rapists and criminals uh, and now this comment the president referring to Haiti and countries in Africa as being an, and and I noticed you Wolf you hesitated to use that word I hesitate to use it myself uh, as an s-hole or uh, shithole is what the, the word that the Washington Post is quoting the president is saying, I think, Wolf, what we have to come to grips with, and I, I almost have to think back to the day when we were at Trump Tower uh, when the president was commenting on Charlottesville and he was said, saying that there were very fine people on both sides, uh, saying that there were very fine people among the white supremacists and the Nazis, is that the president of the United States just seems to have a problem here, Wolf, in this area. And we can tiptoe around it, we can dance around it and not really put our finger on it, but the president seems to harbor racist uh, feelings about people of color uh, from other parts of the world. And it's just a terrible thing to, to have come out of your mouth as a White House correspondent or as a journalist. Uh, but if these, these comments are accurate, Wolf, I think it just is going to cause more damage, more grave damage uh, to this presidency because it, it cuts to the very core of who he is. Uh, you just shouldn't be referring to countries like that around the world uh, in this manner. The United States, as we've been talking about many, many times over the last several months, we bring in people from all, uh, all parts of the world. And obviously, there are good, wonderful people who come from Haiti and from Africa and so on. Uh, but at this point, uh, Wolf, it does not appear that the White House is directly responding to what the president apparently said. Yeah. Um, and uh, and that, that was last night. Again, that was last night. So the, the things. You see Payne saying that. He did. And a lot of people have. I mean, there, and there are people on air who say. You know, I don't like to say this. Jake Tapper said uh, you might want to turn the TV off or, or turn, you know, mute the volume because, you know, and then, um, and then I, what I thought was was brilliant last night on Chris Cuomo's new show is he had that whiteboard up there, and it said this is who he is, and he wrote shithole on live TV right beneath this is who he is, and that's um, you know. Uh, because they were quoting the the uh, uh, my he was referring to Maya Angelou when somebody tells you who they are believe them, you know, which it's is one true. of the most profound quotes ever. Um, and in he in in 
and he told us who he was. He told us who he was. We've known who he was. You know, I mean, I, I didn't pay close attention to his business dealings or, um, you know, his little fucking stupid TV appearances and shit. Uh, whatever talk show he ended up on or cameo in a movie or whatever. I didn't care. If I saw him, I thought I might as well be seeing Ronald McDonald because he's just a clown. He's just a commercialized, idiotic clown. And then when things started, when you started to learn about him in the last 10 years. Yep. You know, you're like, oh, he no, you'll never be president. Yeah, he's a birther. And, and he should have been branded as such by every Republican. Every coward-ass Republican should have called him out for the birther movement. But they were all too fucking scared that they would lose that precious racist base that Trump clings to like his security blanket. You know, what's interesting, and I know we have to go to break, and I'll make this quick. All right. During that whole birther movement, I think many, many people on the left, Democrats, progressives, all of us, we knew that this was really uncomfortable. We also, we knew it was racist, but what we didn't do as white people on the left is we didn't listen to black people saying exactly why this was so racist. I think a lot yeah. of us didn't didn't pay attention to it. Yeah. And it, it, I don't, I'm not blaming this isn't to say that we're wrong, but, you know, we didn't listen. That there was a reason why so many black people were like, you need to stop with this birther stuff because you're basically taking the history away of a black man and as thus all black people. You're saying black yeah. people are not legitimate. And that is what he did. Exactly. And now he's trying to do it to Nigeria and Haiti and El Salvador and, and well, Nigeria. Why can't Let's we just bring go the, with that country, yeah. Africa. Why can't we bring those nice uh, Dutch people or Swedish people over here? Those, those you know. Yeah. Um, fucking a blondes. So blondes. yeah, bl- blue-eyed blondes that'll do p- make pornos for me, and I can will pay off. Fucking gross. Uh, so anyway, we're gonna we're gonna pick up right where we left off after the break. Uh, in I forgot to mention, P.S. Mueller. Um, he's got some stuff going on. He plus he has a cold. Uh, feel better, Pete. Uh, he's taking the night off, but Bobber is gonna join us in his stead. So in celebration of Bobber joining us in the next hour. I'm going to play all Bob Rouse tunes tonight on the program. Some deep cuts, not the ones I would normally play. So, uh, oh, yeah, that's exciting, huh? Because I got, like, just about his full catalog, uh, at least, well, I don't know. He might have more music. I think he dug pretty deep and sent me as much as he could. Uh, I got a good a good amount of his uh, music here. But anyway, we're going to listen to uh, Close to You on this break. We haven't heard that one in a while. Good, catchy pop tune. Uh, the good kind of pop, too pop rock uh but anyway we're gonna go ahead and uh hit the break when we come back we're gonna pick up right where we left off on uh uh trump digging his very own shithole um and um yeah uh, i don't even know what else to say for break we'll be right back friends here's some exciting news everybody i know you can believe in yourself if you believe in yourself you will know how to turn up the night with kenny pick we're 
Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santors, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course... No circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. 
Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime. I would like to have him show his birth certificate. And can I be honest with you? I hope he can. They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crime. They're rapists. But we're building a wall. He's a Mexican. We're building a wall between here and Mexico. The answer is, he is giving us very unfair rulings. If you look at his wife, she was standing there. She had nothing to say. She probably, maybe she wasn't allowed to have anything to say. You tell me. You had some very bad people in that group. But you also had people that were very fine people on both sides. Although we have a representative in Congress who... They say was here a long time ago. They call her Pocahontas. I cannot take credit for that montage, but uh, good on CNN for compiling all that stuff together that we talk about all the time and have talked about all the time. Uh, but welcome back to the program. Uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Uh, he told us who he was. He did, and that doesn't even include his tweets. No. You know, like when he attacked civil rights icon John Lewis. Yeah. No, he absolutely. He announced today that he will not be attending the State of the Union. Good for him. Good for him. Yes. Um, yeah. And uh, I mean, Joe's tweets are also awful. Yeah. You know, yeah, absolutely. It, 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 you yeah, can't, yeah, it, it's impossible to distill down his hatred and racism into into a nutshell it's just impossible because it's his entire existence and it's also the it's it was the deep dark secret of the gop that is now in full view you know yes but here's something i I, it just popped into my head because things do that many of us knew he was a racist i think most everybody knows he is there's the gop that is like hey okay he's a racist but he's our racist uh-huh. Um, and then there's us who despise it. But what he said yesterday, he pissed off an entire continent. Yeah, yeah. He, and he, many, he, many he, countries. Like, this is now becoming, his racism is now out there for the world to see. Sure. And and everybody liked to say how much, uh, Joe, welcome back, of course. Joe, everybody uh, on the right used to love to say that uh, that Obama was a global embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah. he didn't call half the world a shithole. No, he didn't. But Joe Santoro. I mean, this became really, yeah. really international yesterday. Oh, it did. Joe Santoro says Scranton, Pennsylvania. Welcome back, sir. And it's not a shithole, by the way. No, no Scranton's. Not. Well, it was for a while there when you had a Trump with a gun wandering around. Oh, how about oh, him yeah. coming here to Lackawanna County Courthouse to get a carry permit? <laughs> Donald Trump Jr., if anybody missed that. I mean, really? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, you know what? I, I love this. I love this. Uh, Living on Long Island um, had a comment. I want to read on air. It's crass, but I love it. Um, he says, uh, uh, I want to find out if Trump paid for anyone's abortion and then throw it at the evangelical cultists who have lined up to suck Trump's cock. Oh, dear. Oh, oh, living. <laughs> okay, we're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna allow that yeah we'll allow it we'll allow it we're gonna allow so, it we'll give it an, we'll, I'll, I'll give, I'll give it an amen and, and a it's very serious it's very serious you know i mean we're gonna find out that he paid off for an abortion because i am i'm sure he did oh remember oh. his whole sexual vietnam i'm sure there were some casualties yeah. speaking of payments by the way this whole thing about this uh, Stormy Daniels thing mm. that they're denying and all this stuff. Kind of. This denying, is easy to denying ish. Yeah, because in the article it says the payment was made to Miss Clifford, her real name. Yeah. Through her lawyer, Keith Davidson, whose funds with funds sent to Mr. Davidson's client trust account at the City National Bank in Los Angeles. There you go. That means there is a bank. There is mm-hmm. a physical check. There is definitely a, <laughs> a microfiche of that check with who made it out and what the date was. And I'll tell you why before the weekend's out, some journalist is going to find it. Oh, I can't wait. We'll we'll keep looking at it throughout the night too. But uh, but at any point, I want to I want to do want to get back to where we where we left off. Um, there was a lot. Uh, there were a lot of. Terrific interviews with uh, uh, African Americans and you know people from other minority groups, um, all over media, all over media. I mean, I, I was like, I was blown away that they were saying this stuff that you know we've been saying, that our friends have been saying, that you know. But in in the the one that I found that I loved, and he said it so succinctly and so much more eloquently than I ever could was Charles Blow on Alice with Allison Camerota and um, uh, John Berman. Yeah. Yeah. John Berman. Um, but yeah, this is a, uh, this is part one. And I think they led in playing that montage that, that I played there, the racist montage from Trump. But um, here, listen to Charles Blow's reaction. So today the question being asked, is President Trump a racist? Joining us now is CNN political commentator Charles Blow. So, Charles, <laughs> you're laughing at the question itself. I mean, I don't, I don't, it's really hard to even know where to begin with, with this sort of thing <laughs> because, I mean, we can start at a basic place, which is that there are very few issues that you could find where Trump hasn't been all over the place. Uh, political issues. This particular issue of hostility towards people who are black and brown is one thing that he's been consistent with his entire life. That means that this is really who he is. 
Uh, whoa! Holy shit on a shingle. In Jesus' name, boogity, 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 amen. The one thing that Trump has always been consistent about is being a racist. That is true. He's that all, is true. I mean, all across, all over the map. On anything else, tinged in racism. Yeah, and and going it, all the way back to his father's KKK days. Sure. Yeah. So and I mean, his father was a Klansman. Yeah. Sure. Well, that's probably why he was feeling nostalgic and, and watched that movie with uh, Stormy <laughs> Daniels and then uh, paid her to reenact it. Um, Daily uh, Stormer Daniels. Yeah, Daily Stormer Daniels. There you go. Um, but no, I mean, holy shit! I, I never thought of it in that context. If there's one thing you can rely on Trump for being consistent on, it's being a racist. Oh, of course, I really wish I had the clip of uh, "I'm the least racist person you'll ever meet." Yeah, okay, Captain that's, 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 that's why when he used when he used to visit his casinos, they used to have to get all the black dealers off the floor because he'd be yeah. offended. Yeah. Exactly. That's why he said he would he would rather a Jew counting his money yeah. than a black person. Rain, what were you going to say? Yeah, the, the the thing about him is like I am the least racist person ever. I'm going to be so good to black people. Uh, he projects, he pro- when he says I'm the least, when he says I'm the most, that is yeah. always projection. He is the oh. projector president. He really is. And this is a guy who after he said I'm going to be the best president for black people didn't he call like detroit a shithole uh, i don't know if he called detroit a shithole but but I, I think it's less projection than just outright lying i mean that, that you know he told what two thousand lies this year so far i mean well or last year Well, when i say projection yes it's a lie it's yeah. definitely a lie i mean when you pro- when not you but when people project it means that they're projecting something of themselves onto other people which means they're lying about themselves. They're lying. Yeah, it's... It's not like making a political projection. It, it, it's like, you know, what rubber and glue, what sticks to me, yada, yada, blah, blah. Mm. <laughs> Whatever that phrase is. Yeah. Well, th- this next clip, uh, this is something, and again, much more eloquently than I've ever said anything, but I'm going to say this from now on. Listen to what Charles Blow says about Trump supporters in the end of this clip here. You cannot constantly, you know, come out in the moment and say, oh, he said a horrible thing. I denounce it. And then go to the White House when you pass that, you know, your giveaway to store with a tax bill and say he is the best person ever and he's the best president ever. And we love him and he's just leading us in the right way. There is no space in there for you to do that. And, and that means that, that you are basically participating in the bigotry. You are part of it. I think people have the misconception that you can take the policies without the poison. Whoa! Again! Boogity in Jesus' name, boogity, 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 amen! You can't take the policies without the poison. You can't. Yeah, and that's where the GOP is complicit. Yeah, they rolled over for, you know, Dr. Poison himself. Not one of them has spoken out against, forcefully against. And at this point, I'm going to say forcefully, because these milk toast, mm-hmm. you know, lazy ass white man comments like Paul Ryan saying, well, that's unfortunate and it doesn't oh, help. Very unfortunate. Not what do you mean? Right. What about his comment that he knows a black, he has one of his, he has one of his best friends are black. 
Did you hear that one? No, I didn't. And I'm not surprised at that. This is this is something that should go beyond politics. One of his I I, I said this in our chat, this uh, our production chat. Yes. What really is getting to me, really is getting to me, is that the the mainstream media, the press is still treating the Republican Party as if it's a political party. Yeah. When it long ago became a hideous cult. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree with that. I thought about that after you wrote that. And I, I did. I didn't respond immediately, but I had dinner. And I well, Paul Ryan had the, the balls to say on TV that there was some doctor who's black living in James Jameson, oh, Wisconsin. No. Did, did uh, he really? Who's a great guy. Just. So there you go, because I got a friend that's black. So well, you know, you know, I be you know who royally pissed me off today? Uh, Jake Tapper was talking to um, my Jeez. governor, uh, Kasich. And oh. Tapper goes and he says, do you think he's in a racist? He, he's like, oh, no, come on. Look, Jake, I'm not in the, I'm not in the habit of calling people names and, and whatnot, yins guys. You know, and I'm like, oh, God. Oh, my God. Um, you know, look, look, I'm not in the habit of calling people names. You know, that was all he, that's all his go to. Come on, come on, you know. And then he kept, you know, calling and he was trying to. racist is not calling them a name. No, it's. It's, it's a description of who they are. It's a qualifier. You know, yes. it's not an insult. It's a qualifier. that from Mad Libs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, it's an adjective. I, you know, if I want a silly word, I'll ask for a silly word. Um, you know, and I'll usually get supercalifragilisticexpialidocious from somebody. Racist is not that. Um, here's here's yeah, something I, else that I find really interesting, and I, it, it's one thing to say something racist, which I, I think most of us in our lifetime have said something racist. Oh, absolutely. And we may still we may still again in the future. That doesn't make us a racist person. No. Donald no. Trump is a racist. Consistently so. Right. And, uh, Reliably. Know, like old faithful. That's really, really important. And it seems like the GOP doesn't get that. That saying that he might be racist or that he said something racist, they don't even want to acknowledge that when he is a racist. Yeah. I think there's too much equivocating. I think I think they even pointed that out today on, uh, I think it was Nicole Wallace's uh, uh, show, they had a black panel on, and 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 you know, they took apart Isaac Newton Ferris Jr., you know, the the nephew of Martin Luther King, who was at that ridiculous ceremony today. Oh. And he said afterwards, outside on the lawn, they they interviewed him, and he said, "Well, I don't think he's he's a racist. I think he's racially ignorant." Yeah, or racially un- that's, un- that's Seventy-one years old. That's don't split shit. hairs. Don't split he's, hairs. He's seventy-one no. years old. He's a racist. The well, man's an ignorant KKK racist. Yeah, and let, let's uh, let's get oh to God. the last clip. This is a longer one from Charles Blow, but it, I think it's this is really important because in Allison Camarota, a hundred percent wrong, a hundred percent wrong with what she says to him, and and it 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 pissed me off. I really enjoy Camarota, but it really pissed me off when she came running to the defense of Trump's base. Uh, because I, 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 I mm, here there are people who are making the case, including the White House, that the president's base will accept it 
because they like it, exactly. because they agree with it. I want you to listen uh, to the president's you know, official cable network, you know, Fox, talk about this last night. If it's true, this is how the forgotten men and women in America talk at the bar. Mm. This is how Trump relates to people. Uh-huh. If you're at a bar and you're in Wisconsin and you're thinking they're bringing in a bunch of Haiti people or El Salvadorians or people from Niger, this is how some people talk. Is it graceful? No. Is it polite or delicate? Absolutely not. Is it a little offensive? Of course it is. But you know what? This doesn't move the needle at all. This is who Trump is. He doesn't care. He shoots from the hip. And if he offends some people, fine. There's so many more offensive things that are happening in this world fox news charles <laughs> that's an indictment that that is an indictment yeah. of the trump base right that the, they're basically saying this is racist and this is how we talk and this is perfectly okay and if the president talks like a drunk racist at a bar then uh, that we get it we, he's one of us Th- that is the extraordinary thing we we keep like even on television, in writing, on the newspapers, we keep trying to go out and say, we need to understand these Trump voters. I actually think I understand them. No, Charles, I don't. Because you can't say that, that, that that's how they feel. Jesse yes, Waters is indicting them. That's yeah. not fair. That's not how it's they feel, fair. actually. The moment I talk to them all the time. Me, I never hear them say what the president said in the Oval Office. She's they don't right, say racist things like that. The mistake you're making is that you believe that, 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 that bias and white supremacy has to be articulated to be true. And I'm telling you that the moment that you let someone do these things and stay... I know it before I go to the ballot, and I am still going to vote for that person. I know it before they call me with the poll, and I'm still going to say I support what he does. That means that you have co-signed it. You have, there is, just because you do not articulate your biases does not mean that you do not I hear possess you. those I biases. I understand you're saying. In Jesus' name, boogity, boogity, boogity. So, yeah. Wrong, wrong. Yeah. Oh, I talk to these Trump people all the time. Do you go Do you go undercover into the, the, the dens of hive and the hives of scum and villainy? Do you go to yeah. the bars? Do you go to their clubs? Do you go to the restaurants where they all hang out? Do you go sit around at their dinner table? Of course not. You bring them into the wow. CNN studio. You polish them yes. up. You put them in pancake mm-hmm. makeup. Put them on TV. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I'm on the TV. I better not say dirty words and, mm-hmm. or, and racist stuff. You know, yeah. The first thing a racist will tell you is, "I'm not a racist." Yes, exactly. And the first thing and, and, a racist Trump supporter will say is, "Trump's not a racist." Exactly. Right. I voted and, for him because he saved Carrier, because he's he's saving our jobs, because he's <laughs> gonna bring coal back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to mine anxiety. coal again. Yeah. Economic anxiety. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. Well, I got some economic anxiety for all the Trump cultists out there because they were all crowing in the, uh, I should just play it in the hive of scum and villainy. You'll yeah. never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Yesterday, they were all crowing, oh, look at this. Walmart raised their minimum wage to, oh, a, to yes. $11 an hour. Then, mm-hmm. a few hours later, Walmart announces they're closing 63 Sam's Club stores across the country. Now, and I've been following this retail apocalypse thing for a while. Uh, um, and here's the thing. All of these stores that are closing down, all the, I would say 95% of these Sam's Club stores that are closing down are in red rural America, Trump voting America. There's one Sam's Club closing down in Ohio, Cincinnati. As I love it. That's a red Cincinnati is what I refer oh, to it as. Cincinnati is red as a red. Yeah. And as a baboon's bottom. 
Um, and, um, and not only that, but three stores, three Sam's clubs in Texas closing down. They're all over the South. There's one in Alabama. I saw there, you know, one in Louisiana, I think, um, one in Mississippi. Uh, there was like one in Washington state, but you know, I mean, 63 stores with a lot they're they're saying, oh yeah, all those people who worked at those stores, that's thousands of jobs that are lost. But what yeah, they never, of, what they never the said, were closed with no notice. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yes. They People closed them yesterday, yesterday yeah. with no notice, and the rest will be closing well, yeah, down no. next week. And this is the this one is important not, this thing. Is, this is the one important. Hang on one second. This is the one important thing that nobody talks about in the retail apocalypse. Is yes, oh, thousands of people just lost their jobs at this Sam's Club. So all the, the, the cashiers and stock people and managers and everything, they're all gone. But what about the clerical jobs that are going to be lost because they don't have to cut as many paychecks. They don't have to worry about human resources as much. Then what about the distribution centers that send the products yep. out and the truck drivers who deliver the products from the distribution centers to the stores? And then, oh, what about the manufacturers that send the products to the, um, uh, you know, even if it's not all made in America, there's still a percentage of stuff that, it, you know, for manufacturing jobs that are going to be shut down. And then even look at importers, you know. Uh, so, I mean... The, this is the ripple effect of this is insane and so all okay. these all these football spikers out there were like a dollar more an hour but they're cutting thousands of jobs in the meantime mm -hmm. and, and uncountless jobs it, really and what about all an awful lot like you know when we were worried about the 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 auto industry do you I, oh, yeah. And Ken, I know your father and you, you guys were really intimately involved with that where there, Mitt Romney was like, well, just close them all down. And and people didn't seem to understand that if you close down the auto industry, then you close down the auto parts stores, mm -hmm. you close down the, the whole chain, as you just described. Not to mention the fact that these people who worked in this industry are not going to have a paycheck to put back into their communities. Yeah. It's and very similar to that. Uh, and everybody Joe, forgets everybody forgets the uh, the biggest thing that Walmart and Sam's Club used to do when it went into a community. Oh it would go into a businesses. community. It would make contracts with all the local vendors mm -hmm. to supply them with whatever produce, products, whatever. Then it would get exclusivity contracts with those people, so they could not deal with anybody but Walmart. Mm -hmm. But they were lucrative, so they were good temporarily. Then at the end of the contract, they would cut them, go back to their, their international supply chains, and these people would be out of business. Yep. Yeah. All the local, so the small businesses that the Republican Party puts on a pedestal every time they talk about tax cuts and everything were destroyed mm -hmm. by Walmart. Also, every city they went, they were poison. Between the years 2000 and now, uh, between for the last 18 years, there have been, I think, about 800 coal jobs lost. I can't even tell you how many retail jobs have closed. Mm -hmm. I have, I can't, yeah, it's, it's, it's incalculable, the retail apocalypse. And I understand why it's happening. Yeah, it's hard to run brick-and-mortar stores in the age of the Internet, but there's still Sam's, uh, what Sam's Club and Walmart aren't doing that for that reason, though. Well, I'm, I'm not. 
Oh, but, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I'm, I know sorry. I'm just saying the entire retail apocalypse as a whole. You know, I mean, yes. Amazon, mm-hmm. Amazon is hurting, you know, a lot of companies. And I, I'll be the first to admit, I love ordering online. I don't like going shopping, um, you know, but these companies, they have to, uh, you know, get with the times. But there's still plenty of people out there who don't shop online, young, old, you know, uh, all around. You know, so, but, you know, exactly what Joe said is there, you know, they went and they fucked over these communities and now what are they going to do? I think you're going to see, you know, and we we really got to get going to the break, uh, but, um, but I I really think, you know, again, you know, last year, tens of thousands of jobs, hundreds of retail stores closed down just this year, Macy's, Sears, Kmart, uh, Payless Shoes, I think, uh, you know, just all these stores. But hundreds and uh, almost a thousand jobs lost just in the last 12 days in 2018. Yes. And nobody's and fucking talking about this. it. We should. Let me tell you something. Do a show on. This thing with, with Walmart and their, their minimum wage thing. Let's not forget that the, the, the unemployment rate is a historically low levels because of Obama. Okay. Yeah. And, and there's a labor shortage out there. And Walmart raised its minimum wage, not because of a freaking tax cut, but because Target did. Thank you. Back in September. Yeah. Thank you. And they are competing for the same labor pool. There you go. There you go. This really is something we could do a show on, Ken. Yeah, I know. I know. And this is near and dear to my heart because I worked retail for years. I have tons of friends who work retail still to this day. You know, uh, again, you know, young and old. And uh, this is, uh, you know, but yeah, the retail apocalypse, Trump's retail apocalypse at this point. And you know why I want to call it Trump's retail apocalypse? Because he never, ever has once addressed it. He's so hung up on those fucking handful of coal jobs that he'll never mention this. And this is where it's hurting people. And, you know, they can spike the football once for that dollar extra an hour from from Walmart. But guess what? They just turned around and fucked over thousands of people who likely voted for you. So, uh, but anyway, we're going to run to the break because I don't want to keep Bobber waiting too long. Um, but, uh, and we're going to, we're going to pick up more on this. Uh, I've got some great audio from Jake Tapper on Trump's, uh, shithole remarks. Um, Trump is just a shithole, of course. Uh, so, um, but anyway, I'm breathless over this it. retail. Yes, he does. He does. Uh, but anyway, we're going to hit the break. We'll be right back with uh, lots more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. A smooth-talking, jive-talking street thug. KennyPick.com. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's... Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. No! No! 
No. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the uh, weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, of course, joining me, as always, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Hello! Hello! And, of course, Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir. Thank you. You are so very welcome. And uh, I believe we have uh, Bobber uh, sitting in for P.S. Mueller tonight on the line. Bobber from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington, D.C. Hello, sir. Greetings and salutations. Excellent, excellent. I did get the question in the chat room if uh, people can call in. Not just yet. Call in uh, during the next segment. We'll do lightning round name calling and birthdays and everything. And we'll also do lightning round phone calls because I got a lot of audio I want to get through tonight. Um, And uh, I'll make a brief mention now and I'll try to remember to say it later. Uh, Tomorrow, tune in to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Uh, John Fugelsang will be joining in for the first segment of the program to uh, discuss Star Wars The Last Jedi with me, Adam, Michelle, Miles, and John Kendall. Um, so I shouldn't say me first. I'm going to kind of hang back and let them, because, uh, you know, I've, I've talked to John a lot, and I don't want to hog the time. But I'll get in there a little bit. It'll be good. So anyway, uh, yeah, Bobber, thanks again uh, for joining us. Uh, I don't know if you heard, but I'm playing all deep cuts from uh, your catalog uh, tonight on the program. Oh dear God! Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, dear God! Did I got listen to his music again. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's Earl. No, it's I, 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 we, we, it was just fun, fun timing, fun timing. So, uh, but, uh, but yeah, so uh, we appreciate you joining us, uh, uh, and yeah, this whole uh, shithole shit show, man. This is, uh, you know, just nonstop. Uh, you know, I mean, it's it's not surprising to any of us, but you know, uh, it, 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 you know, what do you think it's going to take? What would it take? Would it would it be the a secret abortion like Livin said? <laughs> you know, what 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 is it going to be for these diehard cultists to say? Nope. I I don't think there is anything because I think uh, no matter how, the deeper he goes down the shithole, um, the more they love it. You yeah, know, they're like, woo, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, the- Bobber, I think I think you're wrong about one thing. What's that? I think there is something that would let them melt away. Oh, if he was caught in bed with a black woman. <gasps> I was Worse. thinking that too. No, I was thinking this. What's that? I was thinking if he woke up black. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Really. So, uh, but I'll, I'll tell you what, this one, this audio from Jake Tapper, um, and we'll get to the Dick Durbin stuff in this segment too. Um, 
And hopefully we'll be able to wrap this up and we'll be able to talk about Mark Levin in hour three. <laughs> uh, but uh, the, the J- Jake Tapper, I, I, I'm telling you what, I, I got such a boy crush on him. It's not even funny. Um, but uh, he had a great segment today on this, um, and I want to play three clips from it. Here's, um, here's part one. And in the Department of Bad Timing today, in fact, this very hour, is the eighth anniversary of the devastating Haitian earthquake that killed at least 220,000 people and prompted the United States to welcome almost 59,000 Haitians under temporary protected status. Now, at another point in the conversation, my source tells me, and parents might want to hit the mute button for the next few minutes, the topic turned to the diversity lottery program and people coming from Africa. And that's when President Trump asked, as first reported in the Washington Post, why are we having all these people from shithole countries come here, unquote. The president then suggested the United States would be better with more immigrants from places such as Norway instead of Africa. A White House official tells CNN that the president took a victory lap last night, calling friends and allies to get their opinion on the breaking news. Well, you know who loved the news? Racists. Racists such as David Duke tweeting Trump spoke blunt, hard truth. And racists such as Richard Spencer saying of Haiti, quote, the problem is it's filled with shithole people. If the French dominated, they could make it great again. Hashtag make Haiti great again. The neo-Nazi Daily Stormer website said, quote, this is encouraging and refreshing as it indicates Trump is more or less on the same page as us with regards to race and immigration. The real issue issue is all of these shitty brown people who come to the country exclusively to parasite off of us, unquote, and disgusting. Yeah. 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 I was shocked that he was reading those comments, uh, you know, uh, you know, and not just paraphrasing. But good for him that he did, mm-hmm. because this is cutting to what we, this this is the culmination of everything we've talked about here. It's distilled down to its crystalline essence of Nazi hate. Do you guys remember when I don't know if it was Steve Mnuchin or Stephen Miller? I can't remember who it was. He was in the press briefing room, and he was talking about changing changing our immigration system to a merit-based system where he was, was literally miller. saying was it miller that sounds like miller i don't think Mnuchin where he would was talk about he was that. talking to the reporters about how we want to allow people who have the merit to be good enough to come into our country people who have doctors you know people who are doctors yeah people who are scientists people who are you know highly educated people yeah after this comment yesterday I don't know how it can be construed as anything but racist because I know we don't have the clip and that's fine, but it was, um, it was one of the people on, um, lemon show yesterday who talked about, he basically mentioned here in America, here in America, 25% of people have a college. No, I can't remember the stats. Actually, Jake Tapper, Jake Tapper actually brings that up in the, in one of these upcoming clips. So, oh, okay then. Yeah, I'll, but no, it's good. I mean, paraphrase. But he was he was comparing. Uh, uh, finish finish your thought because I I don't. No, the bottom line is that Haitians and and people from Nigeria are far more educated than most Americans. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a fact. Yeah, and and a lot and, of a lot of them come here to get you know go to school. You know, I, I mean, sometimes it's more affordable to go to school. In the United States, uh, on a foreign exchange program, to to get your 
you know, um, MD or whatever, you know. Um, yeah. It, 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 so this this whole merit based idea that this administration is putting out there, after his comments about why can't we get more people from Norway, this is pure racism. This is the kind of shit that Nazi. Yeah. That. Yeah, okay, I mean, I'm going to say it. Then that Nazi Germany was trying to pull. Yeah. It's 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 really it's like eugenics, really. It is. Yeah. We it's, we just you know we want to we want to improve our gene pool with you know the 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 best and and particularly the whiter people. Well, when you have Stormfront, yeah, David Duke yeah. and Richard Spencer agreeing with you, then it's safe to say. Why you Nazi bastard? I mean, that's that's what it is, Joe. It's this is yeah. maybe light Nazism. We haven't started the death camps yet. But it's on oh, the track. It, 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 it's what Bobber just said. It's eugenics. It's it's the more white DNA we get into this country, the the more we might recover from this brown scourge that's been happening over the last hundred years. That's that's what it is. He yeah. wants more people from from that country. What was the name of the country? Norway. 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 It's a beautiful yeah, we, white thing that you could put on your ham and cheese sandwiches. Norway is next to Nandia, isn't it? Nambia. Nambia. Yeah, West, I know. West Nambia. Korea. West Korea. Hungary. Yeah. Hungary. Uh, <laughs> Nambia. Norway. 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 Norway and A's. Yeah. So uh, let, let's when get to When you couple the, that with uh, the yeah. story about the Russians giving birth to anchor babies. I mean, I. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, Russian anchor babies. It's insane. No, don't don't worry. Let's get. It's eugenics. It's what Barbara said. Yeah, I think he's right. It it is. It's a soft eugenics. It's like not outright. (laughs) It's a family friendly eugenics. Yeah, it's it's the home edition. It's eugenics, the home edition. Um, (laughs) You know, well, or it's not, not. You know, it's the get off my lawn, get off my lawn edition. You know. Uh, it's like no, 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 no. I'm sorry. You just need to die in that country that you're in right now. We don't want any more refugees. I literally saw somebody in the fucking hive of scum and villainy today talk about Haiti and talk about how their society is rife with satanic voodoo, like Pat Robertson said, you know, years ago. And it is, it is, and and, and I want to I want to say something right now. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to name names. I'm just going to say something right now. I have um, a family member who uh, served in the military, and they were there for the cleanup in Haiti. And uh, this individual has PTSD from what he witnessed. And and it is heart-wrenching to, you know, for, you know, to think of, of, you know, as a young man, what he had to experience, but it's even more heart-wrenching for the families that he witnessed being torn asunder by death and destruction. And, and, and these pig Nazis and their pig Nazi leader, Fat Trumpsky, you know, who can go on and say this shit. That, that, that's where it really gets me. It's like, I'm not surprised Trump said this, but when all these six sons of maggots, you know, uh, uh, line up in file and Sieg Heil, that fat clown, that's 
where that's the part that just makes me want to just start going and punching Nazis. Um, that's where it's dangerous. Yeah. Uh, but let's get to the, the next one because we're, we're building up to the Dick Durbin audio and I have a, a good amount of it. So, uh, but here's a, I think this is the setup for that. This morning, however, the president tweeted, quote, the language used by me at the DACA immigration meeting was tough, but this was not the language used. The president's ambiguity there seems a bit deliberate since some of the original reporting conflated what he had said about the 54 nations of Africa and what he said about Haiti. So to be clear, he objected to Haitians coming to the U.S., but it was African countries that he specifically called shitholes. The president also tweeted in part, quote, never said anything derogatory about Haitians, which is technically true, I suppose. He just expressed the opinion that the United States doesn't need more of them. He's being a bit cute there with his non-denial denials. But Senator Dick Durbin, Democrat of Illinois, who was in the room, he did not mince words today about what he heard in the Oval Office. All right. Now, Tapper played a small clip of what Durbin said, um, but I have a longer clip. So let's listen to that. In the course of his comments, uh, said things which were hate-filled, vile, and racist. I use those words advisedly. I understand how powerful they are. But I cannot believe that in the history of the White House, in that Oval Office, any president has ever spoken the words that I personally heard our president speak yesterday. You've seen the comments in the press. I have not read one of them that's inaccurate. To no surprise, the president started tweeting this morning denying that he used those words. It is not true. He said these hate-filled things, and he said them repeatedly. When the question was raised about Haitians, for example, we have a group that have temporary protected status in the United States because they were the victims of crises and disasters and political upheaval. The largest group is El Salvador, the second is Honduran, and the third is Haitian. And when I mentioned that fact to him, he said, Haitians, do we need more Haitians? And then he went on when we started to describe the immigration from Africa that was being protected in this uh, bipartisan measure. That's when he used these vile and vulgar comments, calling the nations they come from shitholes. The exact word used by the president, not more, not just once, but repeatedly. Uh, that was the nature of this conversation. When it came to the issue of, quote, chain migration, I said to the president, do you realize how painful that term is to so many people? African-Americans believe that they migrated to America in chains. And when you speak about chain migration, it hurts them personally. And he said, oh, that's a good line. And then when I talked to him about the impact this has on family unification in a nation that values families with the flag as the most important symbols of our future, they scoffed at this notion. It was a heartbreaking moment. But I will tell you this, I'm not going to quit. I have a singular mission, and the mission is this, to give these dreamers and as many members of their families as possible a chance to be part of America's future in a legal status. I am convinced that there's a majority in both the House and the Senate of Democrats and Republicans who support that concept. I know there's an overwhelming majority of Americans who support that concept. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to prepare our bipartisan agreement for introduction into the Senate next week. If the Republican leadership has a better alternative, bring it forward. If they don't, for goodness sakes, give us a vote. 
I'll be on the phone today with my Republican colleagues and my Democratic colleagues, begging them to support this measure. Time is running out. We have to get this done. My thought that we might get a bipartisan agreement approved by the White House died yesterday. We have to do this and show leadership in Congress to solve this important challenge. In Jesus' name, boogity, 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 amen. I, I just didn't have the heart to break that up into segments uh, because, uh, you know, he, he went after Trump for the remarks, gave greater detail on it, especially talking about that the offensiveness of chain migration. Um, and then, you know, Trump thinking that Durbin was making a joke by saying, you know, because Africans, you know, African-Americans think that they were, you know, forced to be immigrants in chains. So maybe be a little more sensitive in Trump's like, oh, that's a good line. And, you know, I mean, there was so much more detail than what we're hearing uh, there. And then, of course, having a vision going forward, very important as well. So, um Anyway, Senator Dick Durbin, great state of Illinois, right? He's from Illinois, right? So, mm-hmm. yes. I believe so. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Bobber, any any thoughts on that? Um, you know, I think it's um, it's just a, a sad day for the country when you have news when you have news people reporting on this. And, and having to say words like, uh, you know, shithole and grabbed him by the pussy. And, uh, Earl. And, um, it, it's rough. Earl. I know, Earl. It's rough. <laughs> it's very rough. Go ahead. He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't like what I'm saying. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, the, the hear it come, you know, straight from, from Dick Durbin. You know, this is what he said. Um, you know, it's not. They're, they're, I can't believe there are actually two Republicans that are coming out and saying, no, that's not what he said. I don't even think they're saying no. They're saying, I don't recall, aren't they? Or did, the, did somebody yes. come out and say no? Yes, How could you not recall yeah. that? How could, it's I mean, the Jeff unless, Sessions. You're, unless you're so inured to it that you know it just goes in one ear and out the other because it just... It just doesn't doesn't phase you at all. That's yeah, the only Tom, way you, you wouldn't remember Wasn't it. Tom Cotton yes. one of them? Tom yeah. Cotton? Uh, Tom Purdue. Cotton said, I don't recall. Purdue. Yes. And and Representative Goodlatte. Goodlatte. Goodlatte of Virginia Sixth District. Goodlatte. God Latte. damn it, Latte. Don't yeah. we have? Don't we have that? Uh, Latte. Latte. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. Goodlatte. <laughs> he had a good latte today. Uh, yeah, he, he he. They all they they did the Jeff latte. Sessions defense. Yeah. But here's the thing, and I think the Jeff Sessions a, defense. But here's something that's interesting: is that it was Tom Cotton who brought in Goodlat, and I don't remember the other hardline immigration dude. He brought he brought those guys into the meeting, knowing that Durbin and some other moderate Republicans were going to be in there. Oh, yeah. and Stephen Miller, and Stephen Miller. Oh God! It, well, it's it, just Lindsey Graham in his SS all but, uniform. All but confirmed it, right? Yeah, he I, did yeah. by being brave, brave Sir Robin. Yeah, brave, well, brave. He did, a, he did a, well, I told him up front what I thought of it, but he, he never said, said it. it was very it, courageous of me. I thought what Paul, Paul Ryan said was very courageous. He said, oh, this was very unhelpful. They are unhelpful? all a bunch of cowards. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's just amazing how they're, the, I've never seen such a, a, a dance, shuck and jive dance, you oh. know. I mean, nice this is like vaudevillian, you know. 
Yeah, well, except they get the fuck if they were in vaudeville. I got the angry cartoon kid has a message uh, because he said this long before Trump did. Shitholes. Yeah, you're a bunch of shitholes. Um, uh, so yeah, this is uh, the last one. Um, this is uh, uh, Jake Tapper. You know, we might as well just round out this segment. It's it's um, we've already talked about this, but I'm happy that Tapper keeps pushing this stuff. Republican Senator Jeff Flake today, who was told of the remarks by Durbin and a Republican senator in the room, he told me, quote, the words used by the president as related to me directly following the meeting by those in attendance were not tough. They were abhorrent and repulsive. There is no good explanation, unquote. Now, one explanation offered by President Trump and his defenders is that he wants to go to a merit-based system of immigration and not admit immigrants based on the country that they're from. But that's not what the president was arguing. And one might note know. that being born in Norway is not a particular achievement of any yeah. sort. In fact, according Thank to the you. U.S. Census, more than 60% of people with Nigerian ancestry, age 25 and older, have a bachelor's degree or higher. And that's more than twice the U.S. rate of 28.5%. So the question, why the objection by the president to people from majority black countries coming to the United States? Well, This doesn't happen in a vacuum. It's of a piece. He's a real estate developer who was sued by the Justice Department during the Nixon administration for not admitting black tenants. He led a political campaign claiming falsely that the first African-American president was born in Africa. He has described Mexicans as rapists and drug dealers, and I suppose some of them are good people. And he said a judge of Hispanic heritage born in Indiana couldn't do his job properly because, quote, he's a Mexican. And on and on and on. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Yeah. So Tapper driving it home again. He talked, you know, he wants merit based. But why can't we get more people from this country just because they're born there and they're white? You know, uh, merit, merit, merit. Yeah. Because they don't want to come here. That's why. Yeah. Merit, (laughs) merit based on the fact that. You were part of the lucky sperm club, like Tom Hartman always liked to say. You know? Yeah. Fucking A. And why would anybody from Norway want to come here? Norway. They have. Norway. Because they, they can't have, get to Mam- Nambia. They have free, free, free <laughs> school. Hungry, yeah. Free health care. Yeah. Right? And, and, and legal pot. Sure. They, they, they you know, and, and they're and not. want to come here? They're not I mean, total to, to pricks them, to the U.S. Immigrants is a shithole country. You yeah, know? that's See? right. Then, yes, yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like it when the ki- the angry the cartoon kid that says up. that. I, sorry. I, I said I just I like shitholes when the angry cartoon kid says it. He called a he called a TV station for taking off his favorite cartoon and called him shitholes. Um, uh, <laughs> Who's but, that? Uh, pickles. Uh, it, yeah. Shitholes. <laughs> Uh, oh pickles! Anyway, oh, pickles. All right, real quick, Rain, and then we get, we're, we're running along. We got to get to the break. I got nothing. Oh, okay. No, all right. I'm well, just glad that you brought that up because that was the point that I was trying to make earlier. Well, yeah, and it, it, again, I'm so glad that so many people are you know grinding down on these points because this is this is you know um, it's it's just horseshit what they're trying to peddle, and and I'm, we're not, I'm not having it. I'm not having it on this program. We're, finally getting to a point where if people want to deny the racism we're finally getting to a point where here are the facts yeah real facts statistics 
We got it's our racist bingo racist cards filled out. Our racist bingo cards are filled out. Yeah. <laughs> Here it is. Uh, all right. Let's go ahead and uh, run to the break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to do real fast name calling and birthdays. And we'll take a few calls, but I'm serious though. I'm going to be rude and I'm going to cut people off tonight because <laughs> I want to get as many calls in as possible. Uh, but anyway, if you don't have the number, write it down. It's 1 330 536 1466 or 330 Ken. I'm just going to say Ken 1466. 330 Ken 1466. That sounds uh, coming up here on this break. We'll be right back. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com
This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky! No! No! I do talk honky. No. Yeah, I do. Uh, anyway, welcome back to the pro. I love arguing with no, no, Mark Levin. No! No! No, no, you know. No. Damn it. He always wins. Uh, <laughs> anyway, welcome back to the program. Uh, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello. I'm trying to use the phone. Uh, I'm trying to They're use taking out the, the long knives and trying to destroy the handful of conservatives we have in Washington, D.C., who are trying to use the phone. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, uh, Bobber, great heavy rock tune there. Uh, you said you recorded mid-90s with open detuning. Uh, Francie's a big fan. I'm a big fan. Kind of, it, I usually just don't play because it's it's long. But we didn't have the Green News report, and it's six minutes long, just like the Green News report. So there you go. Um, and uh, that that will be every time I don't have the Green News report, I will play that song because it's almost as, exactly as long as the Green News report is every week. There we go. And yeah, uh, I didn't intend for it to be that long, but just that just happened. Oh, I know. I know the feeling. Uh, you know, it's, it's happened to you before. I'm like, wow, that song's that long cool uh 
they're not all atomic fire size under two minutes. Um, right. And uh, <laughs> but uh, but uh, uh, you know, and that's the great thing is you have a v- good variety of songs. You and Macaroni, I, I, I like picking from your songs because I'm like I kind of need a three minute three minute type song here, but. Um, but yeah, so, uh, anyway, yeah. And again, it kind of reminds me of, uh, the, uh, new wave of British heavy metal band diamond head. If you're familiar, um, I'm not, I might have to look them up. Yeah. Look them up. I think you might like them because when I say new wave of British heavy metal, it might sound like it's, you know, it was, it was very, very hard rock. It was very hard rock and not scary metal. Even bands that I listened to, like by the name of Satan, are very hard rock, <laughs> you know. Uh, Satan and Demon, the two scariest sounding bands, totally not, totally not. Like you know, they're not like Slayer, you know, or or death metal or anything like that. You know, it's uh, it's early '80s, super good hard rock. You know, like you'd go to a bar and this band's playing, and you're like, fuck yeah, you know. Um, but uh, anyway, and last but most certainly not least, Rain from Four Freedoms blog. Uh, welcome back. Are you ready to do a lightning round of name calling uh, before we start taking some phone calls? Rain? Hello? Rain? Where'd you go? Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm ready. Let's go. All right. I'm going to give out the phone number again one more time. You can take your calls. I'm going to answer them as they as they come in, but don't answer until I say your name or your area code if I don't have your uh, information saved on the computer. And I'm going to stack calls up, and I'm just going to give everybody like a minute or two. Um, you know, And if there's a birthday, you can call in with birthdays, or if they've already been given. I think we have one in the chat room that I know. Yeah. Um, okay, very good. You got it down. So, all right. So the phone number again, 330-536-1466 or 330-KEN-THE-NUMBER-ONE-GOO, G-O-O. Let's go straight to the biscuits. There we go. I don't love it when it Okay. Rains. All right. You want to skip that? All right. We'll just do it there. All right. Let's get tonight. straight to the biscuits. There we go. So tonight we have Bobber, Bobber, we have Brokehammer, we have Clinster, we have Psy Guy DC, we have Francie, we have Jake Collie, we have Kat, we have Kenny, we have Ken Sr., Hi, Dad. We have living on Long Island. We have Marnus, Joe. I'm in Bobber's basement. I'm in your basement. <laughs> oh, Carl's coming from inside the house. <laughs> we have now goodness. We have Michelle in South Florida. We have Peter in San Francisco. We have President. We have myself. We have Scooter Cans. We have Tammy. Hi, Tammy. We have Thea. We have Tim Cormel and Trojan Rabbit and Zelda McGregor. Uh, I think I have go. everybody. We have Zelda McGregor. We have, tw- we have yeah. 26 people in the chat room. And tonight is Zelda McGregor's birthday, I hear. Oh, there you go. Also, Susan's listening in the other room. The prettiest girl in Cleveland. So she's just not in the chat room. Hi, um, Suze. Yeah. <laughs> she, she did an, a maniacal laugh from the other room. But so uh, two birthdays. You said Zelda's birthday and anybody else's I, birthday? No, I think it was just Zelda's. Oh, okay. So here we go. Uh, so happy birthday, Zelda McGregor. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey, hey. Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey, hey. Thank you, thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday. There we go. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us tonight. Happy birthday to Zelda, and uh, let us know. Adam just showed up, too. Adam's here, too. Adam Hebert, please check out John Fugelsang's interview. First first appearance on Mike Check Radio tomorrow night. 
uh, getting his take on Star Wars The Last Jedi. Get your calls in now, 330-536-1466. This is the only time we're going to take calls through the show. I might be nice and take one a little later, but uh, for right now, I, I think it'll be fun. Everybody call the number. Everybody, everybody, everybody call the number. 1-330-536-1466 or 330-KEN, the number one. G-O-O. Go. Goo. <laughs> uh, yeah, call in. I'll stack up the calls, and I'll give everybody a minute to say uh, their piece, minute or two to say their piece. We only have 16 minutes before the uh, top of this hour, so if you want your calls in, you got to do Time to air your now. grievances. Time to air your grievances. Time to talk shit about the shithole Trump. That shithole. Yeah, keep it so, classy. Yeah, keep, keep it classy, classy for sure. <laughs> You know, uh, well, we could talk about throwing well, up and eating puke, and it'll still be more classy than Trump. Uh, it definitely would be. Mm-hmm. So, uh, okay, that was you know, really gross. And, uh, and, and, uh, seven seven four area code. Who is this? Where are you calling from? Zelda McGregor calling from beautiful Plymouth, Massachusetts. Hey, America's fucking hometown. Happy birthday! Happy birthday Thanks for calling. Happy birthday! Happy birthday, Plymouth. Yeah, Tim. Oh, Tim. <laughs> Timby, Timby's doing well, just so you know, uh, as needy as ever. He likes his daddy. That's my boy. Yeah. That's my uh, boy. We had some quality bathroom time today. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's what happened. Anyway, so uh, what's on your mind? We'll give you a minute or two here, Zelda. Happy birthday. Oh, I just wanted to say hi. Not a whole lot. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm worried about all of these shithole countries, obviously. Oh, because, yes. You know healthcare and everything and i can't imagine why people in norway don't want to leave free college and healthcare and a guaranteed income to thank come to you this yeah for second fucking yeah yeah awful. when i when i heard that comment i was like who the fuck from norway wants to emigrate to this country you know, I've um, been to Norway, and I can tell you not a goddamn one of them. Thank I, you. I can tell you something that would qualify. You know, especially let's talk about you know certain African nations right now, and and I'm I'm kind of ignorant on the geography and in the different countries and everything. But let's think of some well, things. Well, you were raised in Let's let's think of <laughs> well uh, well in 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 regard to specific things. I'm going to talk about is what I'm saying. Um, let's think right. of some things that might make some certain African nations shitholes. All right. Let's say I don't know. Uh, poaching, big game hunting, um, you know, uh, the the Trump boys like to do. Um, yeah, let's uh, let, kind of a, let, let, douchebag would do that. Yeah, let's say, you oh, I don't know. Penis breast let's say, l- oh, see, you said it right there. Don't um, say penis in this house! Let's say people who have their own their own airplanes and are evangelicals and fly over uh, to claim they're doing missionary work, but have an illegal diamond operation. Uh, that Thank they're you. they're running like Pat Robertson that could contribute to the shit hole, holiness of uh, certain places. Absolutely, you know. Or so, I don't know. How about you know uh, withholding any kind of funding for healthcare uh, to help people, especially women who have been mutilated uh, by having their clitorises cut off Thank because you. we don't think it's okay for them to talk about the possibility of contraceptive or abortion in you uh, know, cases where see? it's necessary. How about See, that? That's there you go. There you go. Give me an amen for that. Amen. So. All right. Well, Zelda, we got another call uh, coming in here, but happy birthday. Thank you for calling the hotline. Save this number for future Hey, of reference. course I will. And uh, you all can rest easy because I am, as of today, old enough to run for president. 
So fuck shit up. We'll give you another. We'll give you another on that. Is that your motto? Let's fuck shit up. Yeah, of course it is. It can't be any worse than what we got. I mean, it'll fit. It'll fit on the bumper sticker. Uh, they're That's very right. good. Let's fuck it up, Zelda McGregor. <laughs> All right, love Bye. it. All right, Zelda, happy birthday. Love you. Talk to you soon. So, uh, all right, Francie Pans. Francie's on the line. Hello, Francie. Hello, and I just want to say ZMAC 2020. Yeah, hey there you go. You can even do a... Hey that'll <laughs> definitely... Fit, Zelda. Definitely fit on a bumper sticker for sure. So, yes. Yeah. ZMAC 2020. ZMAC 2020. Excellent. <laughs> so uh, ZMAC sounds like an awesome radio station or a really decadent uh, lunchtime uh, fair, like macaroni and cheese with zebra meat. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> or an awesome woman person. Yeah, I know. I know. So, uh, uh, um, and yeah, uh, sure. but yeah, so uh, what's on your mind? I'm just sick and tired of that goddamn fucking asshole. Hey, <laughs> that goddamn shithead who needs to be shoved in a shit hole and buried. Please. I yes. am tear assed, as my father used to say. Kind of too much. Come on, come on, Francie. You're sugarcoating it. Yeah. <laughs> shit. On a goddamn shingle. With yeah. shit sprinkles on him. Yeah, I think we need to get a we need to get a small child to say thank you to uh, to Trump for everything. Thank you. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> or hey Trump. <laughs> fuck you. Yes. What? Uh, what a day! What a day! What a day! What and a week. Stormy, I'm sorry. Stormy Daniel stole my stripper name. I was Stormy Friday in the 70s, goddammit. <laughs> I love that name. I love he that name. He stole my goddamn name. I had a <laughs> That's good stuff. You know, uh, I... I, I, don't... Am, I am not happy, Kenny Pick. I am no. not happy. I'm sure you're not. You're probably in a punching mood. Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> punching uh, and kicking. Punching and kicking and spitting. Take a walk with Jesus on a Sunday morning. Um, <laughs> Dang. Uh, hey, she's well, a thickin' and a grinning. You know, I, I yes. figured I figured thickin out. And a grinning. I figured out my uh, my porn name a while ago, uh, many many years ago. It's the name of your first pet and uh, is your first name, and the street you grew up on is your is your porn last name. Mine. Is Mittens Maine? <gasps> oh my God! Mine is Pokey Vista. <laughs> Pokey Vista. <laughs> All right, let's go around the table here. Let's go around the table and call the number if you have if you know your porn name three three zero five three six fourteen sixty six. But Joe, uh, first pet in the na- for name name of your first pet. And the or the first pet you can remember <laughs> in the street you grew up uh, on. That would be oh Rocky. God. Rocky Franklin. Rocky oh. Franklin. That's a great porn name. <laughs> that works. Rocky Franklin. Yeah, yeah that's Rocky a good Franklin. one. Yeah. All right. Well, my real one was Sloppy Joe, but Sloppy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my other stripper name was uh, Stormy Vista. <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh, uh, Rain, uh, what was your uh, uh, first uh, pet name in the street you're up on? Major Firehouse. 
This is great. And if you if you want to go with the full name of my first pet, it was Major of Madam Catastrophe. <gasps> Major of Madam awesome. Catastrophe Firehouse. She, yeah, she that's was she was awesome. a German short head pointer, so Major Firehouse. I, know, I, that's, I, that's the name of our collie, you know, uh, Rain. Major. What? Major. Is it really? Major? Yes, his kennel name oh. is Major Motion Picture. Oh, oh that's great. <laughs> oh, you know what? We only have one person left on the call to find out, and I think we need to set this up with a drum roll. So, so Bobber. Puss in, boot, Puss in Boots, Maine. Puss in Boots, Maine. There you go. Oh, so we, we're, we're like brothers. So we're like brothers because we have... I don't know. We have article of... We we have articles of clothing and Maine as our last name, so there you go. Oh my God, um, I love this. I have a, a question, Kenny. Yeah. Kenny, 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 could um I apply for the position of being the um official Brett Summers of the What the Hell Is That Sound show? Uh yes, yeah, absolutely. You could be. The, I wouldn't say the official. Uh, we'll just say the Brett Summers. So, or just the Brett Summers uh, of uh, Wait, and, it, it, Brett Summers like drunk all the time on Match Game. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay. he's my hero. Okay, yeah. I am. The, I am. The, I am the Ed McMahon of the Tim Coromel show. So the Brett Summers well of what the hell is that sound? Show. I love it. I love it. That's good. So okay. we just don't use the official because that's the Stephanie Miller the shtick. So, but yeah, I like that. That's well, good. Oh, sorry. Um, but no, no, don't be sorry. Um, uh, it's just a, it's just an industry standard. <laughs> that doesn't even what, you apply. Can't be, you can't be someone who's dead. Uh, no, I'm saying you can't be uh, the official something of of turn up tonight oh, because that oh, it would I sound gotcha. like you know. Oh, never, so, never. I will be the. Um, you'll just uh, be. Um, you'll just be uh, the, Br- uh, the Brett. Su- you'll just say clone? the Brett Brett Summers of. of uh, Brett Summers like. Yes. <laughs> Facsimile. Pokey, or else I could be Pokey Vista. <laughs> there you go. Summer yeah. summer esque. Seriously, nobody. Summer we set. have. We have a few minutes left. I want to know your porn okay. names, kids. Call in 330-536-1466. We're just going to keep you on until somebody else calls, Francie. Oh, good. Um, and then you can you kick me to, to the so. curb like an old shoe. Uh-oh. Here, here we go. Ken Senior, Francie, okay. stay on the line. Uh, my dad's uh, calling in. So, uh, uh, oh, hey. Kenny, Kenny, No, stay Bye. on the line. Francie, stay on the line. No, stay on the line, Francie. Francie, you get to oh. talk to my dad. Yes. Hi, Dad. Hello. How's it going? Hi, sir. Hi, Hi how senior. you doing, Branchy? Hi, I'm Joe. doing great, Mr. Ken Sr. I'm doing great. I am good. I'm angry, good but I feel Branchy. fine. I look forward <laughs> to your <laughs> name. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Rain. Hi. Hello. Happy New Year. <laughs> okay, I would, I would be Duke Schilling. Duke Ooh. Schilling? That's Sexy. Yo. <laughs> that is like Dude. 70s sexy. Dude that is. That yeah, is like that is. 1970s. Get that mustache going. Woo. Oh, That's yeah, what I was a, thinking too. Yeah. Well, Dad yeah. has a mustache. Let's go. Woohoo! <laughs> Toga party. Toga. All right. Oh. Fran- Francie, the call. Duke Mill. Oh, oh. A Duke I Mill? I grew up on Schilling's Mill Road. Well, oh, oh, no, I, I think I would Schilling, go with the. Awesome. Than I'd go with the shillings part. I'd go with the. Yeah, yeah. that's Duke cool. Schilling. So that's Although classy. 
Well, Francie, Francie, I'm going to let you go because Francie, porn Fra- movie could be hold. called Duke Schilling's Mill. Oh, there you go. Sorry, uh, Francie, I'm going to let you go because we got a couple more calls now. But thanks for calling in. Okay. 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 Bye, everyone. Love All you, right. Francie. All right. Love Take you too. Care. So, um, uh, Dad, anything else on your mind about the shithole Trump administration? <laughs> uh, uh, too much to say. Too little time. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, I tell you, I just, it's, <laughs> I just can't believe that that things he's saying, and it's just you know, it's, uh, it's not going anywhere. I mean, they would have crucified Obama. Oh, oh yes, for for and, a, a, uh, yeah. a fraction, and, and a, Clinton, rank? and and anybody, Carter. Oh yeah. Yeah, agreed. Any Democrat, you know, I mean, yeah. like I said, you know, they, they any, said any, Ob- Obama disgraced the United States during his tenure, but now literally every country on the planet is like, he just called everybody else shitholes? Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Am I have a line with You Mr. are. You are. Hold on. You, you, oh, do you want to say hi to my dad, Adam? Well, I, was, I, I thought I heard you call that. Hi, Ken. It's nice Hi, to actually speak Hi, Adam, to you. I feel like I know you. Like I've known you forever. Well, you talk in the chat and stuff. Well, yeah, yeah. but it's it's actually nice to be. I, I I'm sorry to interrupt. It's just I was like, wait, I better say something because I don't know if this is ever going to happen again. <laughs> oh, see, there you go. Oh, uh, you never know. Yeah. Well, I you know, like look Ken at Ken just uh, added everyone to the phone call, but didn't really introduce them at all. I didn't it's because it was going to go differently. I thought yeah, it was going to go differently, but it didn't. Walnut. My Betsy, name is Betsy Walnut. Betsy Walnut. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, wait. Susan, too? Yeah, Susan's here, too. Right, this yeah. is turning no, into no, a turn uh, up the night Adam, orgy. Hi, Susan. No, Adam, it's not. There are three Betsy family Walnut. members here. and. <laughs> oh, so. sorry. Now, what, that was inappropriate. Now, now what's the spot porn names? I'm, I, I'm just, the name of your I first pet. Like half an hour ago. Uh, the, uh, the name of your first. Hold on, hold on. We'll, we'll, we'll get to you last here, Adam. Uh, what is but, happening? Uh, but dad, thanks for calling. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go okay. so we can ease into the break. But I uh, love you, and I'll talk to you soon. All right, love you too. Good night, all. All right, bye, Duke. Bye, bye, Duke. Duke Millington, everybody. <laughs> Was I that love oh, no? Your dad. I don't think you should talk about easing into Duke when we're Schilling. talking about porn names. Duke Schilling. So, um, <laughs> all right, Adam, what, what's your, what's your, it is, it is funny. So in, uh, Adam, you're, you're next, uh, we're going to, uh, what's your, what's your porn name? Well, I, I don't know how I find it out. I'm, I'm, oh, I oh, I'm sorry. The name of your first pet and the name of the street you grew up on. Uh, so that would be bingo TP. Were you involved in Were you involved in any tapes with Trump over in Russia? Oh my God! Bingo! The the TP tapes. Was TP the name of the the road or the? the, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the street I I was raised on. Uh, uh, Yeah, would this would this face lie to you? I mean, ignore the fact that they can't see this face. I know, I know. You you can't lie. I know. I get it. Bingo Adam, TP. I, I, Adam, oh my god. The, There's some good the name of good names. Nice. Bingo. I, I'm thinking, you know, Bingo. between Duke, uh, what, what was Dad's Duke Schilling, and Duke Bingo Schilling. Duke Schilling, Bingo yeah. TP, but Betsy Walnut. Betsy Walnut's a good one too. Yeah. So, the only thing Betsy that would Walnut be is not cool. Bingo Betsy TV. Walnut. 
Betsy Walnut is just like it sounds like a Victorian porn name. It's great, you know. <laughs> you know like it's not. Let me show you my ankles. <laughs> yeah, seriously, that's, that's what it is. Ooh, is this that? Is this it? Sexy, you is know that, what I mean? It's like, is this that ang- ankle ogling video I've heard so much about? Um, yeah, it's it's like I made fifty bucks and my ru- I was ruined. You know, uh, you are a ruined woman. <laughs> uh, what was, no, no, oh, play Polly Walnut's uh, wife. Su- Susan uh, made uh, peeping Tom ankle stereographs uh, with yeah, as Betsy Walnut. <laughs> Were those things called stereographs, like the early are, view masters? Are, are you the only? I don't know. Am I the only one who, when I hear these names, I immediately, I immediately come up with a character in my head. Like I see it. Like Adams, I'm just like, there's Adam getting ready to do the porn scene with like face paint. <laughs> where it's yeah. totally inappropriate and they put sure. a feather in his head yeah um, yeah. yeah something like that <laughs> well the porns have never really been appropriate so it is inappropriate yeah but uh anyway Sue, Sue's I'm gonna let you go so we can plug the show with uh Adam oh sorry plug the show Porn oh names, but... plug the show with <laughs> Bobby Bingo oh. so <laughs> alright love you baby bye Sue so, uh, all right. So, Adam, tomorrow night, uh, Mike Check Radio, the uh, debut appearance of John Fugelsang talking Star Wars. Yes, and there will be spoilers. So, if you care, you have about another, we'll say, 18 hours to see The Last Jedi. And then after that, assuming you're still okay with it, we're going to be doing open phone lines for Shithead of the Year. That's right. With the caveat that you cannot pick Donald Trump, but you got to work for this. Yeah. No low hanging fruit. Sure. Uh, so, so yeah. And, Go and ahead. Then, fin- oh, finish and finally, Go ahead. soon the bento box is going to be expanding. You gave me permission to expand it to an hour. One hour bento box. Uh, so it's going to be what? Uh, noon to one? Is that what it is? Uh, Eastern. Uh, two. Well, uh, if you want it, oh no, 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 no! I'm sorry. Two, two. Yeah, two to three p.m. Eastern. Yes. Yes. And then the broadcast falls. So I'm excited about that. I'm going to start adding some some of the newer stuff to uh, the bento box list because that's just a separate list. But yeah, I'm excited, and uh, you know. All right, big changes underway on yeah, big changes underway on Indie Media Weekly, and we're going to debut the uh, old time radio overnights next week too. Uh, I'll mention that at the end of the show. Uh, But Adam, I got to cut you loose. We're running late, so uh, have a good night, everyone. All right, talk to you tomorrow. Me tomorrow, and uh, bye. All right, see you later, buddy. Bye. uh, Bye. All right, very good. That was fun. Lightning round calls, and we had a good topic for it too. So. Um, anybody who didn't, yeah, good, goodbye, bingo TP. We barely knew ye. Um, uh, yeah. So, uh, all right. On that note, uh, let's go ahead and run to the break. Uh, when we come back, uh, we're going to get into some Mark Levin and if we're lucky, we'll get to some Alex Jones, everybody (laughs) lucky. All right, hit the break. We'll be right back. Turn up the night, blah, blah, blah. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax. I, I'm not, I, got, I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio. 
Listen to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick live every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern for three hours of news, opinion, and laughs. This is what comedian and talk show host John Fugelsang has to say about Turn Up the Night. You guys really walk a good line of having it be really collegial and really having a, a, a show that, you know, blends the uh, intelligence with the irreverence, which is the hardest balance to pull off. Still not convinced you should listen to Turn Up the Night? Well, listen to what legendary writer, actor, and comedian Rick Overton has to say. I just don't think we can use the mainstream news for much anymore. I'm, I'd much rather go to you than to CNN for anything. You know, I would trust what my friends have to say more. Well, who can argue with that? Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, live every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly. For those who dare. And now... On with the show. Bingo TP. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah. Hello. Excuse me. Thank you. Um, t- some attention, please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no. Keep going. Keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! All right, welcome back to the show. We got some honorary porn name mentions. Cat was Alpha Ar- Arm Brewster. I thought it said Alpha Arm Buster at first. <laughs> Arm Buster. <laughs> That'd be funny. Alpha Arm Brewster. Uh, Jay Colley says Lady Escapardo. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one and uh let me see I'm, I'm scrolling up and i'm trying to see if there was there's any others uh pokey vista okay that was francie's pokey vista uh yeah yeah duke duke schilling his dad tiger crossing Ti- tiger crossing <laughs> wow wow yeah uh yeah Did you see so- meows meows was ahmed burtonwood Ahmed Burtonwood. Ahmed Burtonwood. So that sounds like the character in the movies that's that really nerdy character who doesn't know what he's getting into. Sure. Yeah. I, I call hey, it a computer. What's happening? I, I call and it a computer. Porn music happens. Sure. And then yeah. comes your father's yeah. porn name. So, uh, hey, yeah. hey, what happened? <laughs> yeah. I, I called for a computer repairman. Um,. <laughs> So, anyway, <laughs> Molly Meadow, Peter in San Francisco, Molly Meadow. That's a very that that sounds like a very like nineties. Uh, <laughs> Molly Ma- Meadow, Christie Christ, uh, Canyon. Yeah, I guess porn <laughs> so, music in the background. Molly yeah, Meadow. So I don't, do I? I don't. I even still know. can't get over Bob's Puss in Boots, Maine. <laughs> that's funny. Puss in Boots. Funny. Puss so uh, there we go. But I happen to know that animal. Well, I did. I don't know the animal. I know that his mom named that animal. Yeah. Which actually, makes actually in- I think my sister and I did. Oh, well, oh, that explains a lot. Well, we, uh, no, we were six or seven. Come on. Brokehammer <laughs> says, Smoky Twilly. <laughs> For me. Now, <laughs> uh, good. just reminded me my first pet was Lady, so it wouldn't be Rocky Franklin, it'd be Lady Franklin. <laughs> Oh, well, good. I like Rocky Franklin. Yeah. It's good. 
So, but right. bingo, bingo, TP, I think takes the cake tonight, everybody. Um, I do too. I feel I very. Barbs, Barbs would have been pudgy, pudgy, pudgy Gilchrist. <laughs> P- pudgy oh, Gilchrist. Goodness. You know. I also have an optional rule for anybody who grew up on a numbered street. You can use the county of which you grew up in. Oh, That's good. Could I use the county? Because I'd be Rocky Lackawanna. <laughs> okay. There you go. And I got I to change something. Yeah? I would have been Major Suffolk. Major Suffolk? <laughs> Suffolk. Suffolk. Yep. Suffolk, Suffolk County. Uh... <laughs> I, well, if I if I went if I didn't go Maine, I'd be Mittens Columbiana. So, anyway, uh, all right. Well, let's see. I got I found the porn music finally. If you, in case you you're listening to the show right now. All right. Let's stop this. I wonder what. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! I, I'm sorry. I stopped the music here somewhere. Uh, well, actually, you know what? You know what? Rocky Mark- Lackawanna. What? Never mind. <laughs> Hold on. No! No! But, no. but, but. No. Uh, no. All right. Uh, as much as uh, apologies. it pains me to do this to everybody. Uh, but no, not really. It's not going to pain me at all because it's really fucking funny. This is, this is the schadenfreude portion of the show. Uh, here you go. That's schadenfreude. People take Hey everybody, it's Mark Levin. Let's hear his jingle. You should show respect to your audience. This is an abomination. You jerk. This is how damn nuts the place has become. You're a hack. Go ahead, Mr. Producer. Now have a donut and shut up, will you? Civil War in the rank. Thump the Bible? Have I thumped the Bible once? Piece of crap! Republican Party. How pathetic you are. I think you're great. No. No. No! No! No. Uh, yeah, and I'm sorry, I didn't introduce everybody, of course. Welcome back, Rain from Four Freedoms Vlog, Washington, D.C. Bobber, Four Freedoms Vlog, Washington, D.C. Joe Santorso, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Uh, sorry I didn't call you by your porn names, but we're done with that now. Um, so, um, I, God damn it, I love this stuff. Because when Mark Levin uh, saw that little powwow that Trump had with um, Democrats and Republicans regarding DACA, it was it was just incredible his response here, and I love this. This is what got me started um, on um, on wanting to hear this. And I heard this on CNN, and it took me forever to find it, but I found this. How many more times are we going to get screwed here before we understand what's to? Don't worry, Mark. Don't worry. This is four levels of chess. This isn't four levels of chess. This is tiddlywinks. Tiddlywinks. <laughs> <laughs> tiddlywinks, I say, tiddlywinks. Is it tiddlywinks? No. Is it? No. It? No. Really? No. I'll we'll have to get Johnny Dollar on this case. No. <laughs> so uh, the first one. Um, this is great because what Levin is doing here is is okay. Well, well, first of all, he he's saying exactly what we were saying on Tuesday is that Trump did this to try and make himself not look crazy because of the Fire and Fury book. And he's he's concurring with what we're saying. And he's getting into greater detail about it. And that is 
we file under. Let them fight. No. Wait. No. Yeah. Yes. It's a schism. It's a no. schism. Okay. God, he always wins. Uh, all right, but yeah, listen to listen to this. This is his first freak out. Short, short and sweet. I know people are thrilled with the president's political performance today. He's demonstrated that he's got the mental capacity to lead. No more talk about the Twenty Fifth Amendment. Wait a minute. <laughs> we needed this meeting today to tell us why do we react to the left? Why do we react to the media and the Democrats and the ethnic front groups? What? what we need from the president, what we need from this administration, what we need from conservatives in Congress are articulate, coherent discussions and explanations with the American people before we lose this country. Who are trying to use the phone. Uh, yeah, so. <laughs> I know you are, but what am I? Uh, yeah. No. 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 It is? No. No. Uh yeah, so so he's fr- there he, me- he said ethnic front groups. Yeah, that's yep. yeah, that's that yeah. So he was probably re- he was wiping his brow with relief after he heard Trump say you know refer to um you know use the shitholes remark about uh other countries um, ethnic front groups. They used to open for the police, didn't they? Yeah, there was a yeah. The, I think I saw him with orchestral maneuvers in the dark too. Um, yeah. man- manures. <laughs> manures. That was a cover band for Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah. Oh, could have been. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Public Image Limited. Um, uh, <laughs> so, anyway, so, I didn't mean but, to detract. But Rain, but Rain, the the really great thing in there is like, oh, we needed this to distract from the Twenty Fifth Amendment. Thank you for mentioning that. Why do we listen to liberals? I don't know what, but thank you for bringing up the Twenty Fifth Amendment because I think you just brought yes. it up more than I have in a week. Uh, <laughs> so that's good. Good for you. Thank you, Mark Levin. Could you yeah, please all these, do- all these right wingers scrambling for look, looking up the Twenty Fifth Amendment? Yeah, exactly. Um, no, 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 what? no, no. We're lo- they're going to look it no. up. No. Uh, <laughs> All right, so here's the next one. This is uh, uh, <laughs> he seems shocked about Trump flip flopping. Uh, you know, in and there there are clips in here too from that meeting. Uh, you know, with uh, um, all the Dems and Repubs. But listen to this. Here's Donald Trump today. Cut six, Mr. Producer. Go. Go. Thank you, Lindsay. You know, um, it's very interesting because I do have people that are. Let's just to use a very common term, very far right and very far left. Uh, they're very unhappy about what we're doing, but I really don't believe they have to be because I really think this sells itself. And, you know, when you talk about comprehensive immigration reform, which is where I would like to get to eventually, if we do the right bill here, we are not very far away. You know, we've done most of it. You want to know the truth, Dick, if we do this properly, DACA, you're not so far away from comprehensive immigration reform. And if you want to take it that further step, I'll take the heat. I don't care. This is incredible to me. This was his top issue, separating himself from almost every single Republican running against him in the Republican primaries. His spin doctors are all over the place saying, well, what he actually meant to say, and his surrogates and media on TV and radio are, are rewriting and restating what he said and so forth. You heard what he just said. Mark, the art of the deal. Ladies and gentlemen, enough with the bumper sticker stuff. The rubber is hitting the road right now. 
Uh, enough of the bumper sticker slogans, but here is a bumper sticker slogan for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, but uh, you know, it's like, can you believe that? Can you believe that? No. No. I can't believe no. it. I'm trying to use the no. phone. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it's in, all right. I'm in a I, I should. German I should. Mood They're taking out the long knives and trying to destroy the handful of conservatives we have in Washington D.C. who are trying to use the phone. <laughs> yeah. So. I love it. I love it. That just never gets old. No, that's probably my, next to like a bada bot and use fo- foods emporium. That's probably my greatest accomplishment. Um, so, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I do, I do have this. He's I should now. Yeah. So I know you are, but what am I? Uh, I'm yeah. trying to use the phone. Seriously. He has the hybrid voice of Peter Griffin and Pee Wee Herman. It's amazing. That's why I love playing this stuff. Um, <clears throat> all right. So th- this is a short one, but yeah, he's. This is it's the art of the deal. The art of, he, he he's freaking out, you know. No, Mark, you gotta. It's the art of the deal. That's what it is. You need to speak out. I am very concerned about what I saw today. Agree. All the speaking. politics aside, I am very concerned. Oh. I saw two parties united against us. If we do get anything beneficial out of whatever this deal is going to be, it's going to be because starting today, you raise your voices. You voice your concerns, not because you sit back and smile, oh, art of the deal. No, no, no. Well, okay. <laughs> That's where that came from. Okay, <laughs> we've been given a stern talking to. I know. Uh, uh, they wag, He wags a figure, so... <laughs> Sorry, uh, that, uh, that's uh, Wayne Lapierre. They wag a figure. So, <laughs> <laughs> what, was, what was really funny about that is like I saw two parties coming to gay today to gay. Oh, oops! Um, I saw two, I saw two parties coming to together today against us, the American people, <laughs> who are trying to use the phone. No, that is no, no, no. They're taking out the long knives and trying to destroy the handful of conservatives we have in Washington D.C. who are trying to use the phone. (laughs) (laughs) Never get in my basement. Yeah, that's Uh, not me. Oh, I I skipped one. I skipped one. This, this is my bicycle. <laughs> uh, you remember when we when we were talking about this thing, and he and he was talking. Uh, you know, he said, yeah, "Just bring whatever. I'll sign it. I, I don't care. I'll, I'll sign anything." Yes. Oh, that made Mark Levin so mad. Um. Oh, hold on. I gotta find it here. Uh. Cut five. Go. Oh, here it is. Here's President Trump at the White House today. Cut four. Go. When <laughs> this group comes back, hopefully with an agreement, this group and others from the Senate, from the House, comes back with an agreement, I'm signing it. I mean, I will be signing it. I'm not going to say, oh, gee, I want this or I want that. I'll be signing it because I have a lot of confidence in the people in this room that you're going to come up with something really good. That's no art of the deal. That's complete surrender. Now, I suspect the president will realize that and try to walk some of that back, but that is very bad. And he did it in front of the media. He did it in front of the Democrats. The whole world heard it. Just give me something and I'll sign it. You kidding me? That's what he said. I didn't say it. 
That's what the president said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. He's pissed. Uh, 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 Yo, he is. I said. Did, did you say? Hey, wait. What did you did you just say that, Mark? No, no. It wasn't you. I was trying to use the phone. Yeah, trying to use the phone. Um. <laughs> I'm not. That clip is like ten seconds long. I need to clip out the just trying to use the phone thing. But um, oh my god, th there's it, 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 I I I literally for you for all of you on this program for you here on the airways with me right now for everybody who called in for everybody who's in the chat for everybody who listens to a podcast for anybody who I don't know finds this in fifty years burn onto a CD in a thrift store. I listened. <laughs> To four hours of Mark Levin to get this audio for you the other day. <laughs> oh, you should put it on Voyager and send it to Saturn. Uh, yeah, really, <laughs> seriously. Put it on the gold yeah. record. Put it on the gold no, record not and Saturn. send it out there. How about Uranus? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, also or maybe we'll send I it out Trump to. Trump signed an executive order today calling Uranus shithole. Uh, ooh, I wonder if Venus will ever mate Uranus. Oh no! Don't oh, say Venus in this. I, I said Venus. I said Venus lady. Um. <laughs> Trump, Trump just signed an executive order that by the end of the decade, he wants to land a man on Uranus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're, he's present. It's a shithole. It's a shithole. <laughs> All right. And if what Livin is saying in the chat room is true, What's that? there might be a second, second porn star. Oh, that's amazing. I bet that'll make Mark Levin happy. No, no, it won't. Really? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> there's a perfect pause in there before the third no. <laughs> um, so, all right. This so, is America in 2018. God damn it. Yeah, yeah. God, seriously. You know. God damn it. Yeah. Whoa. God damn it. God damn it. Don't break the pee pee tapes. Um, this is how empires crumble. Yeah. It really is. So, all right. So, I have some other good short uh, Levin stuff here. Again, after four four hours of his radio show, all I have is like five minutes of audio. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, because it's mostly him saying, "Hey, if you try to Casper mattress, I blew a disc in my back a while ago, and it hurts really bad. So I had to try out this mattress, Casper mattress, and." If you don't believe, shut up! <laughs> shut up! Shut up! Oh my God! I don't care. I really don't care. Um, but uh, yeah, and gold, and you know, yeah. yeah. Are you worried that the IRS is going to seize your income? Oh hey, my Kenny. God. You have listened to way more than four hours of marketing. Yeah, no, it's two full-length shows. Oh, yeah, I've listened to it, but I've never listened to it with commercials in it. You know, you have his voice down <laughs> so pat. No, that no. Here's, here's no. the thing: if you want to create fake news, I could. You could do it. Yeah. No, you could actually call, no. call Trumper up and say you're Mark Levin. No. Yes. <laughs> oh my God! Yes. Yeah. Or Hello, you Donna. Call, you could call. You could call Sean Hannity. Hello, Hannity. Mark Levin. This is Levin. Oh we need to talk. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> this, this this, it, it, it's, I've been very, I've been pretty good at doing his voice for a while. So, uh, but well, yeah, it's maybe, maybe better. It's gotten way better. Maybe I'll call Nikki Haley. <laughs> She'd take your call. She'll fall for it. <laughs> sure. Just tell her you're from Norway. Hello, Nikki Haley. This is Mark Levin from Norway. I'm from Norway via Nambia because I immigrated from Nambia to Norway. Because you see, folks. And then I became a white person, and so now I can become an American. I got to get better at taking dramatic pauses when I talk like him because he's always like, okay, folks, this is where we're at. And then I lose my mind. It's <laughs> really way too good, Ken. <laughs> I'm telling you, you should call Nikki Haley tonight while we're on the air. Uh, sure. Yeah. Let me find that out. Yeah. All right. On that note, we're going to take a break. Uh, obviously, obviously, no Mad Libs, but we do have. We'll, we'll do a lightning round of Mark Levin and uh, probably end with the. Well, I, I think. Uh, uh, what Trump did uh, yesterday uh, with his whole shithole remark probably just uh, torpedoed uh, Alex Jones' latest, I almost said the R word, stupid conspiracy theory. Um, but yeah, it's a batshit crazy conspiracy theory. We'll say that. But yeah, so we're going to go to break. Uh, when we come back, we'll play more Mark Levin for everybody. I have a game for the, for the future going forward. What's that? Mark Levin or Kenny Pick? Mark Levin <laughs> or Kenny Pick? What do you think of that game, Mark? No! Or, or, no! Or Pee Wee. Really? Pee -wee Herman. No. Yeah. Uh, I know you are, but what am I? Yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and run to the break. Uh, other deep cut from Bobber tonight Planetarium. Haven't Yay. played that in a while. So, uh, do I know my deep cuts? Or do I know my deep cuts? So uh, let's go ahead and hit the break. Uh, Planetarium by Bobber coming up. Uh, when we come back, we're going to pick up uh, the, the, this, the next round of Kenny Pick or Mark Levin or Pee Wee Herman. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we'll have a lot more fun. We'll be right back right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. It really makes you feel good. Says who? Every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly.
Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Yeehaw! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. You are listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagan. I am Miles Lagan. We both are co-hosts of Mike Check Radio, along with host Adam Heber. I'm a little bit D&D. I'm a little bit Star Wars. Together with Adam, we cover politics and most things in the nerd universe. Join us on Saturdays from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern here on Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. This is Indie Media Weekly Radio. This is the most substantive, intelligent, thoughtful format in communication, in media, period. IndieMediaWeekly.com Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland! (laughs) Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Thank you, Washington, D.C. For giving. No. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Ken. <Kate. laughs> uh, yes, I, I need to. <laughs> I need to just cut that out entirely. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah. So, welcome back to the show, everybody. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> really? Come no. on, my show. It's my show. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you noticed, but I played the uh, Mark Levin pumper in there. The, the most thoughtful. <laughs> uh, that stupid Indie Media Weekly bumper I do. Uh, but uh, anyway, yeah, welcome back, uh, uh, Joe Rain Bobber. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get right back into the Levinity that we have on the program tonight. Oh, no, but no, uh, Meow Goodness uh, says, uh, oh, I'm sorry, Meow Goodness, because we're not doing Mad Libs. All right, I'm going to do my Mad Lib right now. This one is called 45. Okay, that's the title of it. It's one sentence long. I need a noun. Okay, thank you, Meow Goodness. I got a noun from you. Uh, Here we go. 45. Donald Trump is a shithole. Thank you. Very. There you go. There's our Mad Lib for tonight. So, okay. uh, <laughs> uh, humiliation, humiliations galore. 
All right. And and Mark Levin, his you know, that was day one of his freak out that I just played you in the last segment. This was day two on that meeting with Democrats and Republicans. Uncanny. And he's losing it. And Lindsey Graham comes up a lot in here. And I think there's some other clips he plays from Trump from the meeting. Um, oh, this one's good. Now we're redefining the word wall. Next thing you know, what? We're going to redefine the word is. I just wish they'd be honest with us. Just tell us, look, we said we're going to do an entire wall. We're not. We said the Mexican government's going to pay for it. It's not. I said I was going to eliminate DACA. I'm not. Whoa, don't worry. Now we're going to get rid of chain migration. We're going to get rid of the lottery. We're going to get rid of all this stuff. <laughs> oh, don't worry. <laughs> he, he's the best at being a hysterical sarcastic conservative nobody else what he's talking about nobody no he doesn't he doesn't but his hysteria in his in his sarcasm is kind of great so uh you know not not that it's endearing to to our side or anything i just love it when they fight so so yeah oh we're gonna redefine the word wall now huh well killian conway did yeah they they all have been and the alternative wall. Well, you know, you you know what? Uh, th- this next clip is, is really great because um, Lindsey Graham made uh, said said the phrase "wall component." <laughs> it, Levin lost his tiny little pea brain over that. We're not going to have a deal without a wall component. You need a wall component. I didn't ask for a wall component. Did somebody ask for a wall component? No. What happened to the biggest, most beautiful, tallest wall the world has ever seen? 40 feet high. Maybe I'll make it 50 feet high. 10 feet wide. All across the southern border, paid by the Mexican government. Well, we're going to have a wall component. Mark, you don't understand. This is four levels of chess. What the hell's wrong with you? Go ahead. Wait. Did a fabulous job of talking about this problem. He did it uh, in a smart way. Let's just way. stop. How was it a fabulous job? I mean, <laughs> other than the politics of it. What was a fabulous job? That I'll sign anything you guys send me? What was a fabulous job? <laughs> so, Ra- Rain, during that clip, you said, you, you said, wait a minute. Well, I, I, I just try to figure out who is he, who is he talking to? <laughs> He's talking to his listeners. His listeners. He was a ne- he was he was a never Trumper convert essentially. Oh, but yeah. The wait a minute was like, oh, you really believe that? Really? Yeah, I thought you said. Uh, hold on. There was a wall. It was going to be fifty feet tall and twenty feet deep, <laughs> and Mexico was going to pay for it. But they did. Did you forget the part when Trump said it's going to have a beautiful, glorious? A big hole. door, yeah. A glory, <laughs> a glory hole. It's gonna have a glory <laughs> hole. Yeah. And they're gonna stick it in. Um, <laughs> and my name's gonna be on it. <laughs> big, beautiful, <laughs> golden letters. Um, not yeah. Oh my so, God. so w- what's great? What, what's great about the freakout is Levin. He was kind of a never Trumper for the longest time, and he's like, "Ladies and gentlemen, I've come to an impasse." <laughs> you know, and then he gave his little impassioned speech about how he trusted Trump to do the right thing and everything. And now he's crying that there was never going to be a wall when any one of us could have said, there's never going to be a wall. 
It's a lie. You know, in Mexico, of course Mexico's not going to pay for it. They said they wouldn't. <laughs> they said they weren't going to pay for it. How, how uh, do you know they won't? Well, because... They, they said they wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, but I think I, I might have a clip from Joey Vicente. said that it might be a virtual wall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, she did. It's virtually she really did. Be a she kind of came out and said, "Here's yeah, well. the thing," uh, and, and I, the quote: "Here's the thing." So we have rivers, and we have mountains, and we have yeah. tough terrain. So mm. maybe the wall's not what people think the wall is going to be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the wall was always there. Well, you just didn't have a prize. No, exactly. no believe in it. You just the virtual reality glasses down there that have a wall programmed into it. See, maybe the wall and, is uh, just oh, yeah, may, or maybe the wall is just solid Trump stink emanating from our country. Um, but yeah, well, uh, it could be solid Trump shit from all the Big Macs he eats. It could be. It could oh. be just there. Ugh. Could you imagine somebody in the White House being like the president took another crap? Well, you Let's remember that rotor rooter? Condense it and make it a shit yeah. brick. <laughs> but yeah, but no, seriously, well, he's getting bricks already. So, but a uh, little, little, uh, <laughs> little uh, uh, remark here from uh, one Vicente Fox. You'll never pay for that fucking wall. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> there you go. That was on CNN, I think, when he said that. Uh, I think he was talking to Allison Camarota, and she was like, "Oh, well." And and now CNN's like shithole, 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 shithole. I know. Uh, I know. They were, <laughs> but they were upset by one fucking from uh, Vicente Fox. Um, <laughs> yeah, fucking, you know, not fucking. Fucking. We'll never pay for that fucking war. Um, yeah. I <laughs> like the Andrea Mitchell today at her show. She's like, I'm only going to say this to sound like my teacher. I'm only going to say this once, <laughs> and then. Just to start off the show, here's what he said. <laughs> she said, "Shithole." Shit Andrea Mitchell said, "Shithole." Once. See, this uh, is where man. we are. This is so disgusting. I know it really is. It really I mean, is. I, I, but, I'm in the camp of I'm fine with reporters reporting on what the president said, but I'm not fine with the fact that we have to report on what the president said. I'm not yeah. fine with that, and I'm not. You know, I'm not a fainting lily. I'm, you know, it. I, get I said it. this. I said this on Facebook, and I want to yeah. say this tonight. <clears throat> that report came out around what five, six o'clock yesterday. Yes. Mm -hmm. When when a lot of kids have come home from kids, mm -hmm. itty bitty babies, school, and and the news might have been on because parents want to be informed. Sure. And they probably heard that. And I, I've got a nephew who is Asperger. Mm -hmm. And he hears stuff that he knows he's not supposed to hear. And he wants to repeat that shit. Yeah. And so what is my sister going to, what is my sister going to say to him when he says that? My sister, you know, he, my nephew is smart as hell. He's going to tell her the president said it. Why can't I? Mm. Yeah, Bob. We talked about this, Bob. Am I right? Yep, yep. absolutely. It's yeah, I like said that in the chat. I, you mm -hmm. remember I said I, I was born when Truman was president. Yeah, and I so I've been through every president since uh, Truman. I, the first one I remember is Eisenhower. 
But I've I've listened to every president. Uh, I remember coming home from school with an assignment to watch TV and watch the news and yes. listen to what the president says. Uh huh. I never ever heard of a president that you couldn't have your children listen to. It's kind of like drunk track Palin has taken over the media all of a sudden. You it know, kind of is. Yeah, so and and just for a remind and, and just for a reminder of what drunk pat track Palin sounds like. These guys were talking shit to him. We're like, no, dude, fuck off. There was some stuff going on. And he's like a little pussy, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, you fucking. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. Like, what the fuck are you guys gonna do? I was like, I'll fucking beat your ass, you know? Like, and then he's like, okay, let's fucking fight. Fucking being stupid, whatever. Nobody else. I got sure. fucking cold clock too. Like, come from behind. Two fucking. Hit two of us. The They're kid. fucking pushing girls, man. Hold on, track. Mm-hmm. And that's like a fucking fish. That triggered everything. It's like a fucking fuck fish. Out. I'll fight you. I'll fight you. Really, you fucking pussies? Like, let's yeah. let's just, fucking just fight. Explain what happened, dude. The motherfucker hit me from behind, man. I'm not sure to be a smart ass, dude. Look at my fucking elbow, dude. Like, let's fucking yeah, fight. They ran here? off don't into cuss, the fucking woods. See, was knocked the fuck out, dude. Truck, don't cuss. Hey, I'm not sure. Hey, I'm not sure. Hey, I'm sorry. Was <laughs> this before or after Track beat up his father? Uh, that was well before. That was the from oh, the Palin, Palin brawl, uh, 2015, I think. Um, oh, yeah. 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 I remember that. Uh, the, <laughs> I, I just, I, that's the thing I just wanted to point out, that this is going to cause problems. For, for educators, <laughs> the president called countries shitholes. And we have children in this country, children, teenagers, people who are still not adults who heard this. Yeah. And this is fucked up. I'm sorry, children, teenagers. Yes, all you children listening listening to Turn Up the Night with Connecticut. Just as long as nobody says peanuts on the show. Don't say peanuts in this house. It's fine. Uh, but uh, I got to read Rocky Mountain Mike's comment real quick it says uh, one show confusion over policy two call countries with dark skinned people shitholes three make up a military airplane four pay off a porn star five hit the links it's Friday (laughs) (laughs) well done well done Rocky Mountain Mike so we'll even give you that Um, All right, back to uh, we we got off track we got to get to back to Mark Levin so we got, I got two more Mark Levin clips and hopefully uh, some lizard people ate my balls, Alex Jones clips. This guy can barely contain himself. He's so excited about what he heard. Oh yeah, so this is continuing with the Lin- after the Lindsey Graham clip because you know Lindsey was all all very excited to to hear what uh, you know the the wall component. Remember the wall component? What do you mean a wall component? We wanted a wall. Uh, so, so yeah, th- this guy can barely contain himself. This guy can barely contain himself. He's so excited about what he heard. Lindsey Graham. Go ahead. Passionate way. And, uh, you know, uh, his job is not to, to sell books. His job is not to carry a TV show. His job no, is... No, no, no. Sell- his job is what? You're Lindsey? Lindsey Graham lies to the people of South Carolina? What's <laughs> Lindsey Graham's job? To be on the public payroll for the rest of his life? <laughs> to be a senator the rest of his life? Maybe you ought to come out here in the private sector rather than condemning it all the time and try it out. Nice. Maybe you ought to move to a border community and see how that's working out. Oh. He'll never do any of these things. He's a genius. He's from Washington, D.C. He's here to help us. 
Go ahead. <laughs> then he's got to work with Democrats. Now I was proud of my president yesterday. Oh, fuck you. Of course you were. Cut 17, go. I mean, I think everybody who listens to you can completely understand the task that you all have at hand. Um, and I think whenever anyone runs for president, they tend to run, you know, sort of with, with a stronger stance on certain issues. And then when they hit the reality of getting things done, um, right. as this president seems to want to do, it changes a bit. But it's very interesting when you look back. Let's at some just of the stop here. Just notice how the ground keeps moving. Hold on. We're going to stop what? it here, too. We're going to stop it here. Hold on. Hold on. This is a show within a show within a show. We're going to stop it as well on Earth. No. Notice how the no. ground keeps moving. I love this because he, th that was Lindsey Graham being interviewed on Fox News. And obviously, you know, uh, 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 Levin is so in the tank for right-wing media. He's saying, hold on. How dare this woman on Fox News say, oh, well, he ran on this, but he governs like this. No, she. That, but that's that's the truth. Every politician runs on a hyper idealistic, uh, you know, w campaign uh, motto, slogan, platform, whatever. You know, they they all run on a hyper inflated ideal of what they want to do. And once they get in office, you know, they're not going to be able to come through. You know, that's not going to happen. And and you know, whoever this is interviewing. Um, uh, Lindsey Graham is just being realistic and Levin's like hold on hold on you're on Fox News no we must hold the president to the exact standard of the campaign you know <laughs> uh, so th that cracked me up it's like really you're calling out um, a quote unquote and I use quote unquote you know for somebody on Fox uh, uh, calling out a journalist for saying that nonsense anyway can cut five go the passive defenses keep being asserted. The, the odd justifications being made. This president is sounding on this issue more and more like Jeb Bush. I mean oh. it. Oh, I love Remember that. when Jeb Bush talked about love in this context, Mr. Producer, and everybody was mocking him? This is about love, he said, which is exactly what the president said yesterday. God damn it, I love that. I love that. Not because... You know, I have any, you know, uh, I love it because as hard as Trump went after um, uh, Jeb Bush, now he's like, oh, so who's low energy now? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I know you are, but what am I? Uh, but but no, uh, he, he's throwing that back in Trump's face. And that's something we would do. That's something we should do. But Mark Levin's do doing it do for that. us. We do do that. But Mark Levin beat us to the punch on this one because you remember uh, Jeb Bush said, you know, oh, you know, uh, well, you know, we need to do this out of love for immigrants. We need to do this out of love. And Trump goes out. And he's like, oh, we need to do it out of love. Fuck that. We need to do it out of hate. We need to put him in a hole, a shit hole. Um, you know. <laughs> And Mark Levin is saying, look at what happened, you know. <laughs> he beat us to the punch, and I love that. That is so good. Don't you agree, Mark? No. No. no come on, you agree. No. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> favorite <laughs> clip, favorite clip. So, uh, all right, uh, uh, any thoughts? Well, we're, we're not going to shit i hate to do this but we're not going to be able to do that we're not going to shit 
We're not going to, we're not, well, no, uh-uh, we, can, we can do that all the live long day. But you um, can start. I don't, unless we go like 10 minutes late tonight, we can't do Alex Jones. If, if, if you guys need to wrap it up at 10, I'll just, uh, Adam, uh, I'm sorry, not Adam, but uh, what was his name? Uh, TP? Uh, po, uh, uh, oh, Bingo TP will inherit the Alex Jones clips if uh, we don't get to him tonight. <laughs> So, or we'll save them for well, Tuesday. Well, it's up to you guys, but I, I, I can't stand Alex Jones. Well, it's yeah, I understand, I understand. So, fuck it, we'll we'll just skip it. We'll just skip it. Doesn't matter. Uh, but all right, don't make this all on me. No, 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 uh, it's not. I made the executive decision right now. We're not going to. Well, maybe, maybe. All right, let's all listen right. to the last uh, Mark Levin clip uh, and see how you guys are feeling. No, wait, no. no. I'm going to play it. No. Fuck you. He's got credibility on the border security issue that nobody else has. Why does he have credibility on the border security issue? Because that's what he campaigned on. And the key is that he not lose it. And I see put out a tweet last night, maybe in response to this program. I know he and the family listen, and I'm glad. I'm very respectful of them <laughs> as they are of me. And the tweet essentially said, look, uh, I said I thought I made it clear DACA comes with a border wall. What's not clear is what you mean by that a border wall, and what we mean by your resolution of DACA. And you said you're going to leave it to Congress to figure it out and send it to you. Most of us have dealt with this Congress, like Lindsey Graham, and we don't trust them. And you didn't trust them before. And when you also said, Mr. President, look, I'm just pointing it out, you said it, whatever they send you, you're going to sign, that sent a chill down many of our spines. Ooh, too bad you're all spineless, so that really doesn't count. Um, and I love that. He's like, you you didn't trust him before. You didn't trust him. He doesn't. It's not about trust with Trump. It's about putting people down and making fun of people. It's not about trust. He he, yeah, he Anybody he, who trusts him is dumb. Well, yeah. Anybody who trusts him is dumb. But, you know, he's dumb to trust anybody because, you know, I mean, he and he really doesn't. He like we said on the last show. His policy is all about whoever he talked about five minutes ago. Yep. So it doesn't matter as long as you talk to him and you look him in the eye and you're like, yeah, I, I," you know, he'll be like, oh, they love me. They love me. This is great. Yeah. What they said is fantastic. I just met with somebody from Denmark. Let's talk about that. You know? So anyway. It it really does come down to the fact that. The trust thing is ridiculous. All these white conservative men are now having issues with trust. <laughs> welcome to the club, I, then, I mean, assholes. Welcome to me, too. Yeah. Because there's a lot kind of, of dark, folks. There's Well, no, I, I'm saying you, you're, you're totally right. I, I mean, you know, you know, wealthy white conservative men, they're having trust issues amongst themselves. Whereas and and you know in listening all to this Mark Levin stuff, he's actually pretending, or maybe he does believe that Trump is listening to him. Well, but I Trump have a great respect for the him. family. I have great respect for the family, and I, and they have great respect for me. Yeah, and I'm sure they listen <laughs> to my show. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I mean, he really, he really thinks that he's speaking to the White House. Uh, <laughs> that just makes him look like a fool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's just that fluffer aspect of conservative media that they're that yeah. fucking important. Really? Yeah, are you that important? No, no. 
Uh, we finally agree. No. No, we agree. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, we're not going to do the Alex Jones stuff tonight. Sorry. It's a big tease. You know, it doesn't even matter anymore because it was about Oprah. You know? Oh, yeah, you remember when she was running for president way uh, back on Monday? <laughs> yeah. That was like so, 10 years ago. And it wasn't even... It, <laughs> You know, and, and I, I put a Facebook post out. I was like, hey, folks, you know, uh, put some ice on that hard on and uh, maybe, uh, you know, look at the, the midterms instead of Oprah 2020 because it's kind of nonsense. Yeah. Just a bit, you know. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to knock the, the Alex Jones stuff, but that literally oh. was Monday. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, and the thing was, the Alex Jones stuff was was just like the batshit craziest thing about that, and that was the only way, way I was going to cover it was, you know, if it was a right winger talking about it. But um, uh, I'll tell you what, though, uh, you know, if Oprah runs uh, as a Dem, I sure hope Susan Sarandon runs as a spoiler in the Green Party. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <sighs> All right. Let's go ahead and wrap this shit up. Oh, is that okay with you, Mark? No! No! Three more hours? No. All right, then we're ending it. So Okay. All right, final word, the arbiter of show endings. Uh, Mark Levin, everyone. Uh, yeah, so let's go ahead and uh, wrap things up. Uh, uh, Bobber, uh, since, uh, thank you so much for filling in for Pete tonight. I really appreciate that. Sure, lots of fun. Always fun to have you on, brother, and uh, nice to spotlight your tunes on the program as well. So uh, what do you got for the folks on the way out? Um, you know, the one thing that really struck me about the, this whole shithole thing and, and the, the meeting before that <clears throat> was Trump was supposed to be, you know, this great negotiator. And I'll, I'll, I'll you know, that, that's pretty much his has been his selling point. I, I'll negotiate a new deal. I'll negotiate a new new. Uh, um, if he can remember his Anything. name. Yeah, regardless of what it is. Yeah. And yet uh, the video just showed every time somebody said something, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, let's do that. Even though it contradicted what the person right before them said. <clears throat> it yeah. just really, I, I think of all the things that he's done, that really exposed how really bad he is at what he says he's good at. Oh, agreed 100%. And, um, you know, actually, <sighs> shit. There's two other important clips I need to play before we wrap up the show. So, so that that isn't necessarily your parting shot right now. Um, it, and this this is worth it because this is this all fits into what we've been talking about tonight. And actually, this one fits into what you're talking about, Bobber. Let me play this one because this is a, a clip with uh, Rebecca Berg uh, on uh, talking to Brianna uh, Keeler or Keeler on CNN. And, and this is one thing that we didn't get to talk about in um, Rain and Joe. Did you happen to notice that uh, there was a bit of a, a FISA uh, flip-flop from Trump <laughs> the other day? Oh, yeah, because Judge Napolitano told him to flip. Yes. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and he flapped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so listen to, listen to this. This is, this is like a two-minute clip. Uh, and then... And then uh, I totally blew it. I didn't play the April Ryan clip. We'll play that after this. But uh, but yeah, listen to this. This was the other big thing that right wingers were melting down about about uh, uh, Trump on FISA. It's fucking hilarious. 
I'm picturing what we just heard Caitlin describe from the White House, Rebecca, where the president tweets and knocks FISA in general and links it to the investigation of his campaign and the dossier. And you, you almost wonder if in that point in time there were advisors who were, you know, face palming as they saw this tweet go out. There's no doubt about it. The president directly contradicted a statement that had been put out by the White House, their official position on this FISA reauthorization with that tweet. And it all happened because he was watching Fox News this morning. They were doing a report on the FISA reauthorization, framing it as a controversy. And of course, going back to uh, some of these issues with the dossier, the president's fears about unmasking. Asking, uh, he watched this report and then tweeted this directly contradicting his administration's policy on this reauthorization and the Republican uh, leader's policy on this reauthorization. So we've seen this movie before. The president has done this before, put votes in jeopardy that Republicans needed uh, on Capitol Hill. But it doesn't make it any less extraordinary that the president is off on his own, uh, has the ability to send out these tweets without any of his staff intervening. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. That's a thing of beauty. Oh, it was shorter than I thought it was. Uh, but no, it, it, yeah, I mean, it's like, uh, <laughs> really? Donnie double fuck up. The fact that the Republican Party is, a, as Joe mentioned earlier, a cult. Yeah. Where th this, this guy who's in the White House posts something on Twitter and suddenly everybody it seems rightfully assumes like everybody in the Republican party is like, Oh, how do we vote now? Yeah. They don't have the idea of like, Oh, he said this, but I'm still going to stand by my vote. Well, and, and you know, and again, it goes to that whole notion that, you know, he doesn't know his stance until he hears it from somebody else. And again, yes. Andrew Napolitano, he of the advancing hairline, Wolfman boy, um, you know, said this, and we he's like, a, "We have a party. We have a party and a president who is literally taking their cues from Fox and Friends or Fox yeah. News." Oh, he had to have been it's sad really today. Disturbing. It, he Trump. Trump. He had to be sad today because uh, uh, they said he made a mistake by calling other countries shitholes today. He just made a mistake. Mistake, my ass. That's his fucking mo. It's not yes. a mistake. That's his DNA. Um, it comes down to the fact that the Republican Party is being told what to do by Fox News. Yeah. It's not just the president. And I hate well, saying that word. I just I know in my uh, mouth a little. It's yeah. But it's the entire party. Mm -hmm. They're waiting to take cues from Fox News. Yeah. So, uh, Joe, any any quick thoughts on on that clip? Uh, you know, uh, like you said, we have a government run by Fox News now. It's, it used to be Fox News used to be the government mouthpiece. Now it's or cheerleader. They, yeah. They're the generating. Uh, they're generating the uh, legislation now. Yeah. They're I mean, the um, American Latino, conscience. Yeah, he literally turned to the screen and said, Mr. President, this is not the legislation you want. And 30 minutes later, he's saying, oh, this isn't the legislation this I want. This is not it's the like legislation you're looking for. Uh, <laughs> this is worse than state-run TV. They can go their way. They can yeah. go. <laughs> move along, move along. <laughs> what, do you, what do you guys think? Uh, 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 it's worse than state-run TV. Oh, it, it is. It's because it's 
state-run TV at least is kind of planned and plotted out, and the propaganda probably is written in volumes and tomes that are on a shelf in a physical, you know, space. What, what, what we have here is, you know, fly by the seat of his of Trump's, you know, oversized pants propaganda. And then right. you and then you get everybody beneath him saying, Oh well what I think the president meant to say was and it's like oh god damn it, no what he said was so fuck what he meant to say was, you dumb dick. Yeah, but that's not what he said. He he didn't say that. But what he meant to say was Yeah, yeah. They were I'm trying to know. use the phone. I'm trying to use the phone Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> they were all over CNN. No, you are, but what am I? Uh, all right, we we shouldn't go too too long. Uh, so, uh, Bobber, any any thoughts on uh, that that clip about his uh, quick flip flop on FISA? I I think he doesn't even know what his position is. He's just taking what he's heard and spitting it right back out again. Yeah, again, flying by. He doesn't the even know what it means. It's it's seat of the seat of the dungarees propaganda is what it is, yeah. Mm. You know, and uh, you know, blinker, you'll miss it on his stance. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, it, it's pathetic. So, uh, uh, all right, uh, last clip we're gonna play for tonight, uh, and I'll probably probably play this as our big bonus clip at the end of the show. April Ryan, national treasure. After Trump did his little uh, commemoration and signing for, um, you know, making uh, ML- the MLK Monument a national park and stuff like that, you know, basically easy stuff uh, that any president should do and would have done if it had been put in front of them. Um, looked like he tried to save face after his whole shithole debacle from yesterday. Uh, but after the the signing and everything, the journalists there, namely a- a- uh, April Ryan, said this uh, to Trump as he was waddling out of the room. Mr. President, will you give an apology for the statement yesterday? Mr. President, did you refer to African Asians? Mr. President, are you a racist? Mr. President, will you respond to these serious questions about the statement, sir? No, Mr. President. Yeah, so there she goes, uh, uh, April Ryan. Are you a racist? Twice she asked. <laughs> Somebody else was like, "Did you say there were shitholes?" <laughs> hey, <laughs> did you say shitholes, buddy? Uh, <laughs> I love the far away. Uh, I love far away. Kid. Hey, is that really what you said? Did you say shitholes? <laughs> no, we didn't. Stop it. Uh, no. <laughs> I still want to know who that guy was that said no. Uh, I think I know who it was. I think it was some kind of like phony uh, African American evangelical dude. Oh. Or reality star. I or loved something her like response that. when she's like, "I'm not talking to you." 
Yeah, I cut that out because, yeah. it, it, but it, it was a great response. But it just got annoying because he like like pointed a water bottle at her and stuff like that, and it was like, "What the fuck are you doing, weirdo?" You know, oh, I didn't see that video, but yeah, it was I literally it was gross. I love him. She's like, "I'm not talking to you," and I thought it was Joe or whatever. I don't care what his and name she, was. Later on, I'm not she was like, to "You, I'm talking to the president." Yeah, later That's on, she was like, said. "Later on, she was like, oh, thanks for playing the president today.'" Uh, you know, it was something like that. It was, it was really funny. Um, so, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so, so there we this go. Uh, America. Yeah. National, but right uh, April, April Ryan, yeah. national treasure. She said she felt guilty having to ask that question. No, April Ryan, you were doing the right job. You should ask the president if he's a racist, you should try and get him to admit to it. Instead of saying, yeah. I'm, the least I'm the least racist person you'll ever meet. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're the most racist person in the 20, well, in the 21st century, for sure, to ever sit in the Oval Office. Um, yes. You know, I mean, we, we had some sad cases in the 20th century, but, you know. We, uh, you know, that's a that's a subject for a different show. And we've uh, there we go. We didn't even play Alex Jones, and we're ten minutes over. So we got to wrap things up right now. So anyway, Bobber, back to you. Um, uh, 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 give us another parting shot. You get two parting <laughs> shots. Parting Not shot. everybody gets two parting shots on this program. Wow. Um, okay. Tell you what. Come back to me, and I'll I'll. I'll, I'll Okay, we'll give you a last parting shot. So, Joe, what do you got on the way out of the program, sir? Okay, this would probably go way under the radar, given all the news that's breaking this week. But uh, uh, it is reported in CNN tonight that Donald Trump in 2013 asked James O'Keefe to basically infiltrate Columbia University and sneak President Obama's sealed college records out. Oh, God. Oh, dear God. That bet that's going to end well. God damn it! Yep, it's all going to be in O'Keefe's forthcoming book. Uh, he refused to do it, uh, saying it isn't his line of work. <clears throat> but uh, Trump, yeah, <laughs> he's, he he has standards. Rain? Are you freaking kidding me? He's got standards, really? 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 O'Keefe has standards. He's a journalist, for Christ's sake. So. When you say uh, he has standards, you mean he has like a couple American standard toilets in his house? Yeah, right, right. That yeah. don't flush. Yeah, yeah they're shit holes. <laughs> they're <back>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, there you go. Full. That's what we call see, full, full circle. Full circle on this program. There. So no. that'll go under the right. No. Sorry. No. <laughs> no. 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 Continue. No. Continue. Okay. No, I just, I just think that's that's a significant uh, little story. It just, just feeds more into his, uh, his racism. You know, this, yeah. this thing. He's a birther, and he was trying to get James O'Keefe to prove that Obama went to Columbia University as a foreign student. Why you Nazi bastard? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Seriously. Oh. oh so stupid and so ugly uh but thank you joe for that yeah it definitely would have flown under the radar this week i mean there's like i don't know like forty thousand miles under the radar <laughs> this week <laughs> you know i like, would walk forty hundred thousand miles 
<laughs> See? There you go. Uh, so, Rain, your parting shot uh, on the program tonight. My parting shot is something I posted <clears throat> a couple of days ago. Yeah. And now we're suddenly not talking about Oprah 2020. But I, my, I just want us to stop talking about Oprah 2020 and start telling Oprah that maybe we could ask for her money. Yes. And um, financially support women running for office. Yeah, financially. We don't need Oprah as president. Financially support women running for office. Financially support women in media, in independent media. Yes. Or just good liberal causes all around in media. Be the George Soros that everybody says exists that doesn't. <laughs> I don't. I don't even you know. need an Oprah check, but I, I just feel like you know instead of focusing on what Oprah said, which was amazing and magical and it empowering, was. It was great. But we, I, I don't need her as a president. No. What I need as a woman is her money. And. and I'm quite serious about this. Yeah. Money. Put your money into congressional cool. campaigns, into, you know, state legislative campaigns. Just put it in there from the you know, the lowest tickets on up. Well, That's you know, I mean look at look at, you know, the, the money that Rush Limbaugh gets for his radio show from like the Heritage Foundation. Oprah Winfrey uh, could go to Randy Rhodes, to Nicole Sandler, to Stephanie Miller. Yes. Yes. And dump money into them. I Turn mean, the they, they don't. Well, you know, I, I, I'm just saying the people with the loudest voices on our side right now, uh, you know, and it's especially women, women who are trying to make a difference, uh, you know, for it, it, you know, because what we what we do here, it's, you know, kind of small potatoes, but it still has an impact. I'm not going to de- take, you know, say we, we don't do anything, but you know what? Be be that scary George Soros character that they say really exists that cuts everybody a check. Be that person. Really fucking yeah. do it because they have that on the right. It with like 15, 16, 20, 30, 40 different organizations that sound like they care about America, but they only care about making sure we talk about the baby Jesus and you know elementary yes. school. Um, you know, and make sure that, you know, we don't teach contraception and things like that. So, but yeah, good stuff. Good. Very good points, Rain. And yeah, Oprah, give us your money. Uh, uh, or, or at least a free a subscription to the, O. Oh, um, <laughs> I don't think that exists anymore, but all right, Bobber, are you ready for a parting shot? We'll let, let's do this before we get 20 minutes into overtime. <laughs> All right, I'll make this quick. Um, I saw a news item uh, a little while ago that um, Democratic Congressman Al Green from Texas is yeah. once again putting through uh, articles of impeachment. Sweet baby Jesus. I dig it. He's I dig it. I he's dig for it. enforcing a vote uh, starting sometime next week. I, You know, I hope it's... I, I suspect he'll I, 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 go nowhere. I kind of have a feeling he's kind of like the new Dennis Kucinich versus the Bush administration. You know, because Kucinich introduced articles of impeachment that went nowhere. Sure, um, and I'm sure these, this will go nowhere, but it will force the Republicans to you know vote on the record. 
That is true. That is true. Yep. So I, I, I'm looking forward to maybe some censure, though, going forward. We'll see. Oh, God. So, uh, Maxine Waters called for it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a few people have now. So, um, but anyway, we gotta all get, right. We got to get these people to stand up against racism. Yes, absolutely. I know absolutely. the show's got to end. It does. Unfortunately, it does have to end, but it will return next Tuesday. And of course, be sure to check out Mike Check Radio tomorrow night, where we force John Fugel saying to talk about Star Wars on Mike Check Radio, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, <laughs> right here. Uh, but no, he likes Star Wars, though, so it's good. Uh, but anyway, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, uh, Mike Check Radio tomorrow, uh, right here on Indie Media Weekly. John Fugel saying, Adam Hebert, Miles, Michelle, John, myself. And, of course, we'll return on Tuesday, and um, we'll, I'll, I'll be on Southern Progressive Revival on Sunday as well, so tune into that. And, of course, uh, stay tuned for uh, uh, the, the we're launching the new old-time radio overnights on Indie Media Weekly. Start su- this Sunday at midnight through Thursday. Every night, a different theme, old-time radio shows for three hours, midnight to 3 a.m., eastern time so you west uh, coasters can listen uh from what nine to midnight i suppose uh so that'll be fun but uh anyway we gotta wrap up the show folks <laughs> because I'm you know trying to hang up the sky because there are people in you know They're taking out the long knives and trying to destroy the handful of conservatives we have in Washington, D.C., <laughs> who are trying oh, to end the go. show! <laughs> That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Woo! Don't worry. This is four levels of chess. This isn't four levels of chess. This is tiddlywinks. No. No. No.